lovers what's going on man i think hold on oh oh let's make sure the sound is right yeah i think we've got really hot mic hold on oh we got a hot mic i think so yeah. hot mic hot ding 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 how are we sounding now one two one two can you not hear me out there oh it's about to be on tonight boy i think it's uh no, 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 no. are we hot are we hot i think that's all right check check right. one two mic Please, check let us know Exactly. Let us know, mother lovers. Welcome back to another podcast with myself, my Diggy. This is some shit you might not never know nothing about. You know, we always do our best to bring you something you might not never know nothing about. I'm hoping you lot can say that with me when I say it. As I said, my name is my Diggy. I'm here with my co-host, Dan DNA. What's going on, bruv? Yeah, good, man. You good? Yeah. yeah. Looking had a, forward to tonight. <laughs> you had a crazy week or not? It's been a calm one this week. Well, the weather hasn't been calm. Nothing's nah. been calm as a result, is it? So, oh, yeah. It was a mad little... Yeah. We had the little storms and yeah. all that. What did they call them? Eunice and Gertrude yeah, or something? Rubber, yeah. ABCD. Destroyed a lot of stuff. F- it was, Fiona. It was garden furniture everywhere and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, man. People's, um, <laughs> you know, the fences where people got sort of a little, it's like, come on, bruv, if you're going to get like the fence like that, you know, what do you expect, man? Get yeah. some real wood, get some man wood. Yeah, so I've got to Pause. get the old compass and square out some point. Uh, the old, as you lot know, shout out to the common senses in the building. Of course, we are powered by the cult of common sense. Dan is our in-house mason. You know, he's like, he's got little, he's got masonic skills, but he ain't. He ain't trying to be out there like full on, you know what I mean, with the hand signs, but he's got the compass <laughs> and the square. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, allow it, man. You ain't. I don't know. You got to yeah. join some uh, gag. I should bring the, the actual compass crypts. and square in and just leave him behind me at some point. You know, you know what? I thought that, like the crypt, blood and crypts, like the whole, you know what I mean? Throwing up all gang signs and that, like everyone knows about that, yeah? Where did that come from? Because at the same time, we're being told, oh, look at this hand gesture that so-and-so's making or this hand sign and I'm like mm. right it's kind of a similar thing isn't it yeah. and the whole red and blue I suppose you know? it like just starts with that like the first thumbs gang up. was just like you in the gang I'm in the gang yeah. like that just like thumbs up and then yeah, it's like, like oh. you in the gang like, I'm in the gang <laughs> <laughs> that's the the poor the lion poor gang yo let's give a shout out to the crew locked in right about now of course shout to Gleam all the common senses man shout to Conscious Minds TV What's going on, man? Good to see DVG up in here. Shout out to Black Einstein. Oh, I see our guest up in here. Hey, yes, yes, yes. Shout out to uh, Mush Dog. What's going on, Mush Dog? Is that who I think it is? I'm not sure. Shout out to Erin Waig. I hope I'm saying that right. Maybe it's Erin Wag. But yes, I recognize her. 
It's always good to see people jumping in that you know that you ain't seen before or in a while. Because mm. it makes you feel like you're doing something that people need. Shout out to Anthony Bergs. He caught a live one. Yeah, do you know what it is? I've just clocked that with um Insta, you can put the uh the link in the story. So now, bam, you like ain't got no excuses, yeah, you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. People, I, I always like to just put the stuff out there because I feel like the people that want it, they will search. When, when I see something that I'm like, yo, all right, let me look at that. Okay, I'll type it in mm. because I want to see the shit or I try and copy and paste it or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, you know, people with eyes to see will see and the people with ears to hear will hear. And that yeah. really, it's been a hard thing the last two years, but kind of uh, I've realized that that was one thing deep down that I had to accept. It's like, mm. not everybody's going to get this shit in it. Yeah. Not everybody's really going to understand. Yeah. And you know, I know it takes it takes a while for some people. You have to find things in your own way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, when it's people you love or people that lo you know love you, um, that you trust, then I think you should probably pay a bit more attention because right now you can see, man, there's people, they're listening to these strangers. Do messy hair, like how are you expecting a guy with messy hair to be able to run a country. Mama can't even keep his hair tidy. Mm. How's he gonna keep written tidy? Yeah. But well, you know, it don't matter, innit? People just carry on watching the, <laughs> watching the TV show, yeah. man. Shout to Regantology in the building. Shout to DJ Locke, Lawrence Limburger. Whoa. Shout to all the crew locked in right about now. IBMCs, lovely to see you, man. Yeah, so you know, I just find it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one with that. But like I said, this is the place where you can say what you want. You know what I mean? Mm. Let it all out. There's a few people hit me up. They've said, yo, appreciate what you're doing. Like, keep doing it. And it should be getting more love and all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, we understand that not everybody's going to be able to handle this. No, you know and I mean? also, it's it's not... Um, we've, we've also got the podcast thing going up, like, on Fridays mm -hmm. now, as, as regularly as I can get them up. You know, if, if it's Brilliant. not Friday, it's Saturday. Um, so you can always catch the show afterwards which i think like not everyone can can jump on youtube can tune in on like friday on a wednesday night at nine o'clock yeah, to eleven o'clock school night you know, so yeah tuesday is a school night and that certain so, people gotta go to bed early yeah mum whoop your ass boy <laughs> <laughs> or kids <laughs> whoop, whoop your ass you know, yeah all the kids whoop your ass in the morning but you're wounded you're like bruv yeah. He's been the fuck up, man. man. So, you I'm know. still trying to process what I heard yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah. Shit you might not have known that about, man. Yeah, and on that note, shout out to uh, Xavier, um, the life coach. He was on last week, man. He dropped some beautiful gems on us. He, he made me as well appreciate like what a life coach does as well, mm. a bit more. Like, under, like, like I'm saying, understanding, right, not everybody's built the same way. And so there are mm. people that need a life coach. They seriously do, like, bruv. Pull up your socks, man. What the hell's wrong mm. with you? Shine your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Fix up your hair. Uh, Boris yeah. needs a life coach, boy. <laughs> Boris Johnson. Leave your girlfriend. <laughs> She's not good for you. It's like that sort of thing. Yeah. <sighs> so it's hilarious, man. Yeah, man. Ooh. Nice, bright and early, boy. Nah, I think he's just setting up, innit? Bright and early. Watch him now. The legend in the building. Um, so yes, definitely. Shout out to Weird Tone. That's exactly what I wanted to get into next, man. Um, we found out some really sad news this week um, to begin the week as well, to make it worse. Pretty hard to um, process as well and accept. But um, we lost a legend, you know, a very young legend at that, man. He, you know, there was so much more to come from him. Um, but rest in peace to um, 
SBTV, man. Jamal Edwards. Boy, everyone knows what he did, man. And trust me, it was probably triple that behind the scenes. Like, there's a lot of stuff that this, this kid done for not just uh, music, the music world, but also the film world. Um, but in general, just for, like, UK talent. Like, this guy really, really put a lot of people on the map. Um, regardless of whether you're into the music or not, he gave a lot of people a chance to live their dreams and continue living them now. Um, I can say for sure he helped me out in terms of like getting me on the F64. That made a lot of people go, okay, yo, I can't deny mm. this guy now. And then also when I was dropping the Maestrogen album, um, he really did look out for me and said that he wanted to help promote it and whatnot. You know, he was even telling me stuff like his mom liked this tune and all this sort of, you know. Um, one of the things was that what I really rated about him was the fact that he said he was like, yo, I, I really love what you do. You know, like the UK hip hop scene, it's obviously different from the grime stuff and the UK rap stuff, which he used like the grease, you know, he's like the grease. And he goes, you know, and so I want to do as much as I can to get you lot out there. But it just feels like obviously having a younger um, audience, they're more into the grease. So, you know, but. He did as much as he could. So I was just, it was beautiful to see him reaching out to different artists from outside of the music world in the UK and then doing as much as he could to push them. Everyone, you know, if you knew him, you get that call at the beginning of the year or that he'll hit you up at the beginning of the year, like, yo, what? let me know what you're up to. Uh, do this, do that, you know? And so just imagine, that's that's like what he did for, you know, the Skeptors, the Chipmunks, the mm -hmm. Jesse J's, um, Ed Sheeran's, uh, you know, tons. There's bare rappers and singers, um, as well as like um, musicians and and actors, actresses that he helped out, um, producers. Uh, you know what I mean? It's a massive loss yeah. um, to the scene. So um, rest in eternal peace, Jamal Edwards, man. It's weird saying that. Mm. And of course, condolences to his family and his loved ones. And yeah, it's going to be a hard one to deal with, man, but thought I put that out there kind of I feel kind of weird you know let me put a post on the Instagram or Twitter you know it just doesn't I don't even know what happened either so I don't feel like yeah talking about it but yeah so yeah I thought I put that out there you know what I mean um big up man all the people who knew exactly what he did man go and check out I saw a post that said go go to his YouTube go to SBTV and just put in you know like click for the most popular videos and then you'll see the level of how he managed to raise the, you know, yeah. the bar in terms of talent here. There's so many people, man, that have got jobs, that have got whatever cars, whatever this, that, and the third, you know what I mean? Yeah. True, yeah. So yeah, man, rest in peace. Um, What else is there? Apart from Gus and Gale Force wins. We got a shout out, of course, the cmosboss.co.uk. Listen, mother lovers, if you haven't hit that CMOS yet, you need to get on it now because, boy, my life has changed, D. Stamina levels, supple, yeah, muscle. It's like everything. You just feel, you know, and more. There's a lot more energy as well in terms of like when you need it. It's like bam, bam. Okay, yeah, mm. let's do this. Working out and whatnot. Um, so yeah, get your bladder rack. You can get your spirulina. Obviously, Irish moss, and it's from the coast as well. I think I believe it's Donegal coast. Is it? Um, the east, northeast sort of thing. And because it's like f the water's forever moving around there, you know, you don't have to worry about no pollution, um, mm. all organic as well. And um, CMOS Boss is like a, a family business, man. So 
you know, you've always got to support the indies, man, in my opinion. Yeah. Because we see what they are. Uh... We've had them on as well. And so, yeah. you know, we've personalized it for you. Mm. <laughs> and guess what? If you go to cmosboss.co.uk, you can get 10% off any order. Get 10% off your purchase if you type in about 10. That's in block capitals. About. And then the number. 10. For 10% off. Shout to the CMOS boss. We appreciate you, mother lover. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Canisters, so of course, man. I was well, I was gonna drop them later, but yeah, we might as well. Canisters UK as well. If you want to get the real thing, yeah. If you want to get the proper thing, <laughs> that's canisterduk.com for your um all your CBD needs. You can get chocolates. You can get these chocolate stirrers. You know what I mean. You just put pour some hot water in a cup and just stir away. Mm. Bruv, once it gets you, it gets you. Helps you with your sleep. Helps you with healing. Really good for, uh, you know. Inflammation. Inflammation. Uh, helps you with, you know, like, because, yeah, a lot of us obviously going through stressful times here, there, and everywhere. Um, products like these can really help you just, you know, relax a bit more, calm yeah. down. Or anxiety. Good anxiety. A lot of people use, from, use for anxiety. Yeah. If you get, uh, if you get a bit too, you know, laid back, though, there's the sativa. You got sativa CBD as well. So you got sativa oils and you got the indica oil. Mm. Indica, indica, lean in. Right, you yeah. You're like, yeah, I, I can't get no car, sleep. Yeah. yeah. Then you want to just lean back in the car. That's what you'll go for. But if you need something like, bruv, I'm at work, but I'm trying to get off the coffee because I've got this twitch in my eye, then yeah, <laughs> you want to go for the sativa. But then you can get full spectrum. Full spectrum is what I'm on. <laughs> so that's full, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all the way. Right. You're going all the way in, bruv. Does it cancel each other out? Nah, nah, it doesn't, man. It's just like hybrid. 50-50. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. And that's uh, the discount code S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. Go on, D. And that's uh, 20%. 20% off. It's good. Any order. Hit them up, man, because the products are banging. If you've uh, ordered anything before and you're in the comments, please yeah, give us a little anecdotal evidence i know people mm. don't appreciate anecdotal evidence even though it really fucking happened mm. but yeah you know what i mean yeah this Give isn't a some... science experiment no, nah, exactly no. so you, you can tell us evidence. what really happened and not what kind of happened <laughs> or what you've been paid to told happened <laughs> mm. shout out to bruce Rillis in the building he knows about the muscular jugglings i was just thinking the other day blue are you still do you still do the walking handstands uh, there was a time when you turn around and Blues, he's always just on his hands, like walking around. Like, yeah, it's hilarious, man. I was cracking up thinking about it, though. But yo, tonight, well, I think it might be today for him, though. I'm not sure if it's today or tonight. But today. Either way, we, we know it's on a flat plane, whatever it is. This guy, I've seen him on a few shows, man, and I've been like, yo, it's hard to say. It isn't flat after, you know what I mean? Like very convincing, very convincing. But my only thing is, because I'm not, like I've said to you, D, I'm not doing it. I'm not flying across here. I'm not, so I can't really say 100% that yes, it is round or yes, it is flat. When I look out, when I look out, walk out the door, I'm looking around, this shit looks flat. <laughs> Obviously you're on the hills and you got your ditches and you know, your valleys and your hills and whatnot, but this shit, looks flat but then you know like people say look at the sun look at the moon 
you know, look at the pictures that you see online. We, we're going to get these answers now. <laughs> I know, oh, yeah. I know, yeah, but this is why we want you here is because I'm... Mm. I've got... Uh, sorry, David. Is he, he's not live. I've just got to get you up on, um, on the... No, the no. sound-wise, yeah, hold on. Let me just see. Ladies and gentlemen, it. let's introduce him now, man. Flat Earth Dave, a.k.a. David Wise, the Flat Earth Podcast. Thanks, man. Yeah, you are, thanks yeah. for having me. We've got yes. you live. Yeah. Now nah, we appreciate you no. being here, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, you were mentioning the CMOS. I just noticed that we have CMOS capsules in my kitchen. I was like, what is this stuff? Oh, for real? And my, girl my girlfriend takes it. And then um, CBD to sleep. And you were mentioning that... You did the CBD. You have the uh, you have the uh, um, sativa. sativa and the indica, indica mm. and you take a hybrid. That's like taking the red pill and the blue pill. You got to make <laughs> hey, up your mind. Yeah, but at least I know what the red pill and the blue pill are about. I'm like, okay, now I can decipher who's bullshitting me, who ain't. But uh, <laughs> no, it's more to do with full spectrum as opposed to um, just the sativa and indica thing. I, but... trying to, I was trying to make a flat Earth joke. So, oh, is it? <laughs> All right, should we start <laughs> again? No, <laughs> no, it's really good to have you on, man, and um. Appreciate what you do, putting this uh, truth out there as well. Uh, what we're trying to get to the bottom of, is it the truth? Do you know what I mean? It's like... Well, here's the thing. When they say flat earth, is the earth flat? There's mountains, there's valleys. Mm. The earth is a level plane, okay? With mountains and valleys, mm -hmm. right? It's the uh, water, large bodies of water at rest lay um, horizontal. Yeah. They lay flat and horizontal. They're not curved, Okay. There is no curvature. There is no motion. And a moment ago, you said um, you don't know because you're not there. There's plenty to know. Mm -hmm. But when you look up and say, well, the, the, the other the planets and stars are around. What if they were around? I don't think they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but what if they were? What difference does it make? Look at the lights in your ceiling and describe the shape of your floor. It has no no correlation. OK, you know, the moon to me. I think it's spherical. I don't know. But yeah. when you look at it, unless you can touch it, unless you can measure it, um, you really don't know what it is. Well, this um, is the I, same I, thing. It's the same thing I'm talking about even with the Earth. I, I can look around, and, but I can only look as far as I can see. And like right. you know, when you, you look far, far enough, I'll let you explain that part. But how, how many of these are spheres? These are moons. Is that a sphere? Is that a sphere? That one? So I reckon that, that third one. This that, one is yeah, a that sphere. One. That, that's the closest looking sphere. Yeah, welcome to welcome to. You're wrong, yeah. and you didn't touch it. You don't know how big it is. Exactly. You don't know how far it is. Um, you 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 can reference it because the hands are touching it, so you know it's about the size of a baseball. Mm. But it's flat, just like wow, the Earth. Wow, right? that's crazy. So unless unless you can touch something and measure it, you don't know what shape it is. So looking up at the sky is no way to tell what's down here on the floor. Mm. You know, on a, on a ball there has to be physical curvature. Um, we can see far beyond what their curvature is. And uh, there, there, we have a, a documentary. It's a whistleblower documentary that literally just came out yesterday. It's featured on my app today, um, but it's free on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. It's called Flatten the Curve. Interesting, mm. right? Fun name. <laughs> um, Flatten the Curve is right here. And it is phenomenal. 90-minute video. I don't know how anybody can watch this and not at least call themselves a globe skeptic. I don't know how it's possible. It's not possible. The only, the only way you can remain a globalist is not watch it. But if you watch it, I have to warn people, if you watch this video, 
you be prepared to lose some friends because mm. you're going to be like flat earth day. You're going to be crazy, <laughs> but it's okay. People are coming around like you guys, uh, this, well, I actually had another show that was totally thought flat earth was stupid, but I straightened them out. Mm. You guys put not sure. Yeah. Anyone that in my, in my booking reservations, I have the question I asked for those of you who don't know, it says, um, do you think the earth is a, a globe flat? Not sure. You guys put not sure. Mm. You know what? Not sure means. Mm. It means you're not sure whether you're ready to admit you're a flat earther. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I, I don't know. I, the thing is, why, why I say not sure is the same. Exactly what you're pointing out is that I'm not able to measure all of this stuff myself. All I'm able to do is listen to quote unquote experts or people that are actually trying to put the truth out there. I've seen, I've had arguments about this. There's even a guest that we had on one of the earlier shows uh, and how we met was sort of arguing about, he's telling me the earth is flat and how the moon was, uh, doesn't the moon look transparent? <laughs> That's what he said to me. It, and it certainly does. It does, but then I've been sent pictures, pictures just recently from someone I know, you know, like family, who's got their little telescope and camera phone. And it looks solid to me. Well, when it's when it's full, you can think it looks solid. But why, when it's full, do the craters look black mm. during the night and they look blue during the day? Kind of like this blue sky behind the moon, right? If you go out and actually look at the moon and 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 um, really look at it like with an open mind, not with the brainwashing that the moon is uh, two hundred and thirty eight thousand miles away you'll start seeing that it, it doesn't match um what they tell us if the moon was two hundred thirty thousand miles away why is it only lighting up these clouds right here right think about you got um a whole bunch of clouds stuck on the wall and you got a flashlight and you held that flashlight across the room it's gonna light up all the clouds mm. why is it only lighting up the ones next with the only way to do that is bring the light really close to light up just those little clouds right there right just the little ones or like that, whatever. Um, so this light from our vantage point down on the ground is, in my opinion, very close to those clouds. How do they, um, how have they said that they've measured how far the moon is or even how far the sun is, how far these planets are? How, that kind of Well, they, they say they know the distance of the moon because they have a reflector on the moon that um, they bounce a laser beam off. But before they went to the moon, they say they bounced the laser beam off the moon before anybody was there and they figured out how far it is. That's complete and total garbage. Um, they've, they've actually shut down the laser ranger ranging laser ranging machine. And basically it was run by NASA. And basically they say they shoot out 900 quadrillion trillion photons and then they get one back. And when it comes back, the computer goes bing. And they're like, oh, we got it. Look, 238,000 miles away. I mean, could you fake that? Uh, okay. I could fake that in MS Word, which yeah, isn't even okay. a program to do that. I mean, just make it make a bing noise and, and display a number, right? It's all garbage. The moon is right here within the Earth's system. The sun is right here within the Earth's system. All of the stars that we see are provably, provably, scientifically provably, not the distances that they're telling us because they'd be impossible to see. Think about this. If this was our sun, how big would the earth be according to the helio nonsense model? It would be like smaller than a BB, right? Like the size of a BB, mm -hmm. right? You with me? Yeah. Yeah. And so if the sun was right, just a, just a mile in the sky, 
and you're on that BB right here, you'd look up, you'd see just the whole sky would be sun. And then we move the sun 93 million miles away, like they tell us, which is another ridiculous thing. And it becomes the size of a coin held at arm's length. So it reduced, think about this. It reduced from the entire sky to the size of a coin at 93 million miles away. Why did it get smaller? You guys know why, why did it get smaller? Further away. away. Perspective, perspective, things mm. get smaller in a distance. What if I doubled the distance? How much smaller would it get? A lot, Twice right? as smaller. It went from the whole sky to that. I'm going to double the distance. It's probably going to disappear, but let's just be safe and make it eight times as far. Well, if you do the math, the angular resolution limits of your eyes, that's how small you can see something. Like if I held a penny right here, you could see it. Mm -hmm. But if the penny was 200 yards away, you can't see it. Its angular size is too small. Well, the angular size of the sun would be too small. Eight times the distance is a one light hour. Okay, eight times the distance they tell us the sun is, it would be an, a light hour away. It takes light an hour to get to you in mm. theory. This is, you know, light, light, light year nonsense. All right. They tell us Polaris, our North Star, is 48 times bigger. Okay, so for it to be the same size that we couldn't see it, we have to make it 48 times farther. So one light hour times 48 is two light days. At two light days away, Polaris is scientifically provably too small for your eye to see. But you guys have gone out and seen the North Star, right? It's right off the end of the Big Dipper. Mm -hmm. You can see it everywhere in the North, but we can see it clear as can be, bright and shiny, yeah. okay? They tell us it's 433 light years away. And we just scientifically proved that it cannot be seen at two light days away. That not that... Here's the thing. They never taught you to think like this in school. You know mm -hmm. they taught you to think? Here's the book. The sun is 93 million miles away. Test question. How far is the sun? 93 million miles away. You get an A and a star and a pat on the back and a diploma. Okay? Because you just memorized nonsense. Mm. And if you do it really good, you get to become the teacher and teach it to the next generation. Mm. All nonsense. How are they able then to keep this a secret amongst so many people that are in the industry. Obviously, NASA, your favorite company. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's because there's plenty of people speaking. Well, first thing is, most people don't want to speak out. Um, the show Globebusters um, interviewed a KLM pilot, a woman who spoke, you know, basically came, showed pictures, told how she knows how the planes work, how the earth is flat, blah, blah, blah. Next day, she's grounded and fired. Okay, gone. Mm. Right. Her whole career is trashed. So we know um, a lot of uh, Qantas pilots, they say they talk about it openly amongst themselves, but they can't talk about it publicly because they'll lose their job. They'll lose their house. The wife will leave them. You know, all this. It, it, it's, it's insanity. All all of the people that are, you know, in such big, big, big situations like that. They can't say anything. They'll be grounded. They'll be turned. They'll be deemed crazy. They'll lose their funding if they're scientists. And so that's how they keep it a secret. There was an astronaut a couple of years ago, a Polish astronaut that came out. He said, oh, we've never been to space. Earth is flat. And then he disappeared. OK, but you didn't hear that on the news because they're not going to pa pass that around. Right. So there are whistleblowers. This video I'm telling you about that's on the app today. It's on the it's actually on the YouTube channel. Um, flat Earth Banjo USA in Japan. And uh, just find it. Flatten the curve, not behind the curve, which is a Netflix mockumentary edited hit piece on flat oh. earth watch this video okay 
watch this video. It so, will blow your mind. So it's true that there's a lot of um, flat earth info, information that's out there that isn't actually for the cause. That's trying to make it seem stupid then. Is that Absolutely. If you Google flat earth, you get all nonsense. You get the Flat Earth Society. You get all of these propped up <clears throat> globe troll channels that just gaslight us and stuff. You get Neil deGrasse Tyson doing video after video, um, making, you know, gaslighting us and, and, and straw manning us. And, you know, flat earthers believe that the earth is rising at 9.8 meters per second. And that's that's what they think gravity is. Well, no flat earther thinks that. No flat earther thinks that. Flat earthers think that Australia doesn't exist. No flat earther thinks that. You guys think that Australia is up that people in Australia are upside down, okay, walking on a ball. Um, you, <laughs> you asked know, me a moment ago, like how do they keep it a secret? These are the companies, these are the groups, the United Nations, Bilderberg Group, the, the Council of Formulations, the Club of Rome. These are the people that we know that run the earth. They have controllers over them that we're unaware of. Familiar right? names. But yeah. So the these secret societies, this is how they do it. They keep us in. Um, they keep us ignorant because when, when you understand that the earth is flat, it happened for me. I was an atheist evolution, believed it all. Right. And I was like, you know where I'm here, this is it. My life, I'll have it. I don't know if I believe in an afterlife and that's it. But when you understand that we live in the center of creation, that this place is intelligently designed, it's not a random accident after a big bang. And, uh, um, once you realize that, then you're like, wow, I'm I am special, right? And I do have more power than they want us to know. They don't want us to know that our thoughts create our reality. They want to control our thoughts. Watch the news. They steer your mind with the news. News, N-E-W-S, North, East, West, South. Mm. They're steering your mind, okay? Well, we They do, don't want you, go ahead. We do call Australia down under, so they must No, be it's the land out over. Change it over, man. Uh. It's the land out over, okay? So- <laughs> Let's let's talk about um how how um how what what uh what how the how the quickly how the flat Earth is. They tell us that Antarctica <laughs> is a continent at the bottom of the ball. They also tell us it's the highest land on Earth, which I always found funny. But in reality, Antarctica is the land that surrounds our world ocean. Large bodies of water need a container. Okay, a cup of water. What happens if you remove the cup? water's gone. After a rainstorm, you have a puddle. What happens if that one end of the puddle, the land is lower than the surface of the water? Water goes away. Take a pond, take a lake. The container is the land that's consistently higher than it all the way around. Lower a little part of the pond, it'll fill in until it finds more higher land. Someone said that's that. The they container. Said, yeah, they said water always finds its level. Water always finds its level, but water, large bodies of water arrest need a container. Okay, here is the whole world ocean. It's like a giant pond. Antarctica is the shoreline that surrounds our ocean. It's consistently higher. It's the highest land on earth. At least they tell us some truth. And it is the container for our world. What's out here? Okay. We don't know because of the Antarctic Treaty uh, that went into play in 1959 and that nobody is allowed to question it. Nobody's allowed to even question it until the year 2041. Right. Admiral Byrd supposedly went out there, said there's land bigger than the United States, unoccupied by anybody, any animals uh, filled with resources that could fuel the whole world. And everyone goes, all right, quickly, Antarctic Treaty. Nobody can go there. Nobody, nobody, no one's allowed to go there. Go ahead, deforest the Amazon. That's fine. But uh, don't go and 
drop a cigarette butt on the ice because we have to keep the ice pure. This is this is what they tell us. And everyone's like, oh, yes, good idea. We have to protect the penguins and the, and the ice. Right. Nonsense. And there's Absolute some sort nonsense. of treaty, right? It's some sort of treaty where all these nations have said we can go there, but you can't. Or whatever. Right. It's called the Antarctic Treaty. Uh, originally, like 13 countries signed on. Now they all have 1959 to 2041. And it's not one of the rules is you're not allowed to question it. What? That's like, that's the dumbest thing ever, right? Do you know any other treaty that has ever remained? There's, this is the longest lasting treaty ever and no one's even questioning it. You're not allowed to go to Antarctica. Well, wait a minute. Lots of people go there. You go on vacation there. If you go to Antarctica, um, you, get a, uh, you get to go to, where is it? You get to go to this little peninsula right here. They show you some ice, some penguins, and then they kick you out. No one's allowed to go out here. Antarctica could be bigger than all of the rest of the world combined, all of the oceans, all of everything, right? So what's out there? Again, we don't know what's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, but what if Antarctica was set up like this? It was just a ring around us, maybe a thousand miles wide, okay? And we live here. And what's this? More territory, extra territory extra terra if you lived out here and came to visit me in the inner space what might i think you were extraterrestrial from where from the extra terra okay. from outer space uh, uh, okay okay from the outer space right that's a possibility some people think that there's nothing else out there that's okay we'll figure it out but we don't know but if you look in ancient history and these other religion, other uh, cultures, um, this is a Japanese map that was supposedly found in Hawaii and shows like 30 some odd other continents. This is more land than we have in here, out here. What's out here? Maybe this is where the real elite live. Maybe this is a whole tropical paradise. Maybe there's another sun out here. But uh, maybe okay. that was made like just two years ago. Maybe it was just, maybe it was a cartoon, but there's also lots of stories from uh, the late 1800s of people that went beyond Antarctica. There's a book called, um, called the Iron Republic. If you, if you look on my app here and I hit the books button, um, this book called the Iron Republic is a story of um, a, a guy, a, it was a congressman or somebody, a, a, a politician that was tired of the tyranny, hmm, tyranny, imagine that. And he, he went to Antarctica, found an opening and went through and found another land with an advanced civilization. And the story was the people lived out there. There was tyranny in the 1600s mm. and they left and they brought their whole civilization out there to the outer lands. Now, whether that story is true or not, and it resonates true to me, people in the 1800s were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. Everybody knew the earth was flat. This deception is not 2000 years old old, like they tell us, you know, Aristophanes with his sticks and shadows nonsense. They were teaching flat earth up to the <laughs> 1960s here in the USA. They were teaching it. They were teaching it here. I interviewed a woman um, in uh, February 2020, February 2020. Yeah. Uh, 102 years old. And she said that she was taught flat earth in school. They were, everyone was taught flat earth. But then uh, 
at some point later in her life, they changed it. Well, we've been, I've been talking to a lot of people and a lot of people are saying they remember that they were teaching both in the fifties and sixties. They're like, the earth could be flat. It could be round. And then all of a sudden the Rockefellers came in, changed the curriculum, mm-hmm. flat earth disappeared like the friggin' Mandela effect. And it was forgotten. So when, right? they, when and, they, sorry, go on, go on. No, go ahead. Go when ahead. they say they were teaching flat earth in what, way were they you know how were they teaching flat earth like they were teaching that the earth was flat and and just like you know uh, everything that you see tells you you're on a flat stationary plane Mm. right if you believe in the in the heliocentric model you believe that you are corkscrewing through space this is what you this is what you have to believe people that believe in the globe you're spinning at a thousand miles an hour okay that's crazy right you're orbiting the sun at 66,600 miles an hour you're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour and that entire system's moving sideways at like two point something million <laughs> miles per hour right all of these speeds speeding up and slowing down they're all curves right people go well you know if you're going in a straight line it doesn't matter how fast you're going you're not going in a straight line Curving is curving. Curving is acceleration. If you're going 100 miles an hour in a car and a car takes a turn, you're going sideways. If you had a plate of water, that water is going sideways, right? Let me let Would me it, just bring those speeds into into perspective. This is the hypersonic track sled. I, I encourage you because with the sound, it's it, it's shocking how fast this goes by. Mach 8.6, 8.6 times the speed of sound. You have to believe that we are orbiting the sun. 10 times faster than that and that we are chasing the sun at a hundred times faster than that right but somehow when we go out into nature what does nature tell you nature doesn't lie men do what does nature tell you look at that what is it telling you yeah it's stationary what is that telling you stationary flat level it's hard to see too far this is a picture though i will say just by the way that's if it was is this a picture or is it a video these are pictures but there's video too just go video calm video i mean and and you can go see this yourself you can go out you know uh, on a calm day this is what when i uh when i learned about flat earth i saw all these videos of people saying they could see too far i said you know what i live on the water it gets nice and calm here i'm on the long island long island sound in connecticut and uh I bought a, a P900 super zoom camera, which has an amazing oh, yeah. lens on it. And I zoomed out and I saw a buoy that was over 10 miles away. I'm sitting on the shoreline, less than six, I'm six feet, not six feet off the water. I'm like two feet off the water. And I could zoom in on a buoy that's 10 miles away. There should be 66 feet of earth curve in front of it. It should be 66 feet over the horizon, right? That buoy should be hidden behind the curve, mm-hmm. physical curvature but in reality we we don't see that we see um we see things differently we see we see things you know look at this boat i'm going to zoom out and the boat's not going over the curve it's going to disappear because its angular size is too small for your eye to see now if you're on the beach you go oh it went over the curve because that's know, what you were told. You know what's but it's mad not. is it looks like it's going over a curve for it's real. Still it's, crazy. it's still there it's still there right Look. It's still there. So let me show you another one. What? Look, so, like... so, so, <laughs> when you zoom in on zoom something, in, the it? sky meets the ground. That's the limit of your horizon. Yeah. But when you zoom in on it, you're increasing the angular size, and all of a sudden, there's a boat. Mm. Okay. And now, when I zoom out, that boat's going to get smaller and smaller. Watch, it's going to disappear from the bottom up. Why mm-hmm. is it disappearing from yeah. the bottom up? Yeah. It's not going over the curve because we're able to zoom in and bring it back. But look, the whole hull is missing. Now the whole thing is gone, Jeez. right? You would think it's over a curve. Now, 
Look at my finger. That is can my crazy. finger. Can my finger hide my all the way half of my face? Hell no. No, but if my finger was a wave and that little wave was halfway in between me and you, look. Mm. So perspective is definitely key in this. It's total perspective. Shout right? out to Globusters in the building. Jeez. Globusters. That's Bob. He's, good. He's great. Globusters, Wednesday nights, 6 p.m. Mm. Is that today, by the way? I think this yeah. Globusters yeah, is today. Yeah. And, uh, and Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, here in the U.S. So 6 p.m. That's in uh, one, one hour from now. Mm. Um, there's a Globusters show on YouTube, on Rockfin. So they both start on YouTube. Um, and it's great. We talk about all sorts of stuff. I highly recommend everybody goes there and checks it out. Can you um quickly show you just had that app up there? Yeah, yeah. I just want so, people to see this because yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's important. So, so 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 the app, the app basically the sky is a perfect clock. The sun is the hour hand. It goes yeah. around once a day. So when it gets right here, it'll be 12 noon in Sydney, Australia. Bam, it's 12 noon. It's midnight over here. Right. The sun goes around the sky clock once a day. And if you see the moon, like well, you really it's, it's hard to see the moon. Um, it, there's the moon and it's getting closer to the moon. It laps the moon once every 28 days. So the sun keeps track of the hours and the days and the sky clock. Mm. The moon, its position and its phase keep track of the weeks and the moons. They used to be called moons. There used to be 13 of them. and They used to be 28 days each. OK, and the. The Move. stars keep track of the seasons and the years. The stars are going slightly faster than the sun, but it takes them 365 times around just to lap the sun once. So right now the sun is in this Zodiac and it'll slowly fade backwards into each Zodiac for about a month. And next year, this time we'll be right back to where we started. Here's the thing. You guys believe that we're in this helio um, centric spinning solar system okay we're traveling 4.4 billion miles a year but if you go out tonight look at the stars in the sky draw a little map at 10 p.m midnight whatever and then put a note in your calendar to do it again same night same time next year every single star will be in the exact same space exact same place mm. think about that we're in this beehive crazy friggin' universe spinning and corkscrewing and everything's traveling but everything resets absolutely. So the idea insanity. is that everything is spinning around. So all the stars around, you know, even further than what we can see on that image, are all spinning with us. Is that what we're told as well? Yeah, but that's not. No, that we're not told. They're told that they're all going in different directions. Think about this. You know, the when we have planetary alignments, all the planets are all the gravity is pulling on each other. How come nothing gets tugged out of place? Right? Mm. Science can't even do what's called the three body problem where where they they can't mod they can't um they can't model three bodies you can put in a supercomputer you can say oh, i got a sun it's this big it's got this much gravity and i got a planet put it in orbit and they can figure out where it's going to be for every second of every day for the next ten thousand years mm. but if you add one more body uh, something orbiting the sun another planet or something orbiting the planet which would be a moon they can only predict what it's going to do for a very, very short time. And then it goes into chaos mode and no one knows. But somehow the sun, oh, right? Listen man. to this. Listen, I'm going to tell you a story. This is absolute insanity. Once upon a time, there was nothing. It exploded and became everything. Okay. Right. Think about that. 
<laughs> think about think about that. That's just the dumbest what crap ever. Explosion, right? Boy. It exploded, became everything, and then all of the rocky bits turned into spinning balls, rocky balls, and all of the gases turned into even bigger gassy balls that burst into flames in a vacuum. Flames in a vacuum floating in space. Well, these gassy balls are so big and so they have so much attractive gravity. Let me put on my cool story glasses first, all right? Cool story, all right? So they have, they're, they're attracting, they're attracting the, the, these other planets. So our sun is attracting Mercury and, and, uh, and uh, Venus and Earth and Mars and Saturn and Jupiter all the way out to friggin' Pluto. It's holding on to all of them, but somehow those planets can all hold on to their own moons. Mm. What happens when our moon comes around the earth heading towards the sun? How come the sun doesn't pull it away mm. or at least speed it up? And then when it turns around and tries to go back the other way, it should slow down. All right. I mean, is that the dumbest or coolest story ever? I mean, <laughs> cool it's story. so freaking dumb. Cool story, bro. It, it, it's shocking. <laughs> yo, I mean, when you, you see what I'm saying, when he, he puts it a certain way where you're like, yo, if I'm using logic. That doesn't make sense. If you use logic, like, like here's the thing. I saw people go, oh, there's so much proof for, for the globe and there's no proof of flat earth. That's the, that's the complete and polar opposite of the truth. We can see too far. Your turn. What do you got? Mm. Mm. Give me one proof of the globe. I'll give you three Bitcoins. One proof. And uh, here's the problem. When you can't come up with it and you go, well, I still believe we live on a globe. Why? Why do you believe you live on a globe when you can't come up with one damn reason, right? Other than somebody told you, or I can't imagine a lie that big. You know why you can't imagine a lie that big? Because you can't imagine a lie that big because you just said it. Okay. I can, I don't need to imagine. I can see it. All right. So if I was to ask you, what would you accept as evidence that the earth is round is a globe? Well, do you accept this as evidence that the earth is uh, yeah. is a globe? Bro, I've had to my whole life, man. Come on, man. How can you ask me that one? <laughs> all right. Do you think that, 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 you think that that could possibly <laughs> it's not be a, a painting? Uh, yeah, definitely. It could possibly be a painting. Definitely could possibly be a painting. Mm. Well, that's what you said. Could it possibly be a painting? I'm saying, yeah, definitely. Right. So, so do you think you could paint that? Hell no. I think you probably I'm could. not a look painter. At it. I mean, look at it, it. Look at this thing. It's nothing. This is a freaking beginner painting. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think you could paint this scene? Oof. Nah, definitely not. That is a painting. Yeah. This definitely. is a painting. This is not a photograph. This is a painting of wine glasses with reflections, with bottles, with a background, with shadows, with textures. What do you think is harder Lying. to paint? Okay. This, which is a painting, or this, which is admittedly made in Photoshop. Mm. Yeah, there's a video of the guy who generates them, right? And he said, yeah, we have to, we have to use Photoshop. He said, he said it's made in Photoshop because it has to be. I use Command Z a lot. And I, he said he just got it. <laughs> yeah from strips of data. This is what we did. We took in Photoshop and we actually made a better earth than NASA in Photoshop. Okay. This is one of, one of our flat earthers put this together and literally this is not a photo of earth. 
How would you know? How would mm. you know any of it? Right? Boy. Crazy, you're lying, right? Man. You're not lying. I mean, I'm just gonna speed it up. Boom, boom, boom. Here, here we go. Boom. This is ours. This is NASA's. Ours is better. Sorry. Sorry, NASA. Hire us. We don't charge $65 million a day to do this. Okay. $65 million a day. That's how much NASA get funded. That's how much NASA gets. $65 million a day. It's it's right? hard to it's hard. There's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? So, so where 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 do you think the money's going? That, that all that money they're getting. Where do you is there is, is there? Any... I don't think it goes to NASA. Right. It goes into the into the <coughs> the royal family's pockets. Um, it's not about money because the people that run the world don't need money. They only use money to control us. Hey, you made a hundred grand. Well, we're going to take 45 of that in taxes. And at the end of the year, if you do your paperwork right, we're going to give you five back and you have to thank us for it. Okay. So they just stole from you. Right. And then they tax you, you know, everything. It's, it's all about control. The elite don't need money. They just go like this, up, I got a billion dollars. They don't need money. All of these super wealthy billionaires, it's all fake. It's all nonsense. It's all about control and controlling us. So do you think, it like, is. have you got into any trouble, like, with spreading this, like, putting this out there yourself? I'm not, a, I'm not worried about it. it. Is what it is. Take me out. Come on. Bring, bring me down. These guys are evil. They, they, look at NASA's logo. <laughs> why, does, why, why is it a snake's tongue? This is a spiritual war we're in. Shout out to Conscious Minds TV, man. We did go through uh, some um, different uh, logos and symbols. The other week, man. So this, <laughs> this makes sense. Look at that. that. Yeah. This snake tug. Right. And then the people that founded NASA, they're a bunch of magicians. They're, they're, they're cultists. They're, these are the people that are running NASA. So who that is? <clears throat> Ronald Hubbard. Walt Disney. Well, yeah, yeah Disney's got something animator. to do with NASA. Wait. And then Werner von Braun, he's a Nazi scientist that was brought over to run NASA, right? In 1950s, he wrote a book called Project Mars about a group of people that went to Mars. And guess who that group was run by the, on Mars? A guy named Elon. Wow. <laughs> right? Wow. And now we have Elon Musk who says this is going to go to Mars. So but like he says the... he wants to redesign it and make it pointier like this. Okay? Right? And this, by the way, is being Mandela'd out of our existence. If you go to Amazon now, they changed the cover. They took the rocket off. Mm -mm. Elon Musk okay. says so like the smell e of Elon. Elon Musk. Elon's Musk is, is a still complete lingering. and total fraud. Absolute fraud. So they're not going <clears> into <throat> space. Then like when they, you know, we got Richard Branson, uh, Bezos, they all went up in their little cockpits. <laughs> Like they didn't go up into space then. Do you believe they went to space? Do you believe that Elon Musk sent a um his Tesla into space? No. <laughs> right? You, you guys saw that, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. that... It, it's absolute insanity, right? This is what they showed us. This floating in space, right? The tires would have exploded. The whole thing makes absolutely no sense. Right. Oh, wow. And the, and the, the graphics 
behind it were absolute insanity. Right, here's a snapshot. Where are all of the countries? They're all on the other side. I mean, here's a shot, a NASA picture, the United States right here. Where are the rest of the countries? Are you on the other side? They're not on this side, right? And then the this shot was shot from lower than the space station, according uh, supposedly, right? That makes no that makes no sense at all. It makes absolutely no sense at all. The camera as well. Like, yeah, kind of camera you and um, the from space. So 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 let me ask another question. This is one I love showing is. If you ever been to a public event, a fair, uh, a sporting event, um, a race track or anything, what's one thing they have in common there? I'll tell you what it is because you might not think about it is you're required by the town to have EMS workers there in case somebody gets hurt. Like I run a school fair and we have to have an EMS truck as part of the deal. It makes sense. If somebody gets hurt, you want the ambulance there, right? So William Shatner, I think he's 94, was slingshot into space and then came back and crash landed into the desert. Here is William Shatner coming down. Look at this. First, this is bullshit, okay? But watch how hard it hits the ground, right? Watch how friggin' hard this hits the ground. If I was there, I would break, I think Let's it would break it. my back, okay? Wow. It slams into the ground, okay? Look at that, bam, into yeah, the ground, kinda... right? And then a couple seconds later, they pull up with some cars and we just jump forward. They put up this little ramp and everybody comes out. No EMS workers, no doctor, just a couple husbands and wives, Jeff Bezos, the liar, and hugging, hugging them. William Shatner, the big, overweight, fat, 94-year-old, um, walks out. Hey, all is well. I didn't even hurt my back. That would have hurt my back, right? <laughs> Absolute insanity. Yeah. That alone shows you that this is complete and total nonsense. Let me just show you that uh, impact again. Bit, okay. Right. Here he is falling out of the sky. God, nothing can go wrong oh, here. Oh, wait. The parachute wasn't even open then, was it? Yeah. And, wait. And, and then it's, look, they're, they're sitting like this. Slam. Wait. Look at that. Yeah, that Bam. Look, Give I mean, me a break. The, the dust and, and makes it look dramatic. People just believe this nonsense. And people that believe that they shot uh, a Tesla in space, ask them if they actually saw it. They said they didn't. Think about this. You're uh, you're the owner of Tesla Motor Company, Elon Musk, who he isn't, by the way, Elon Musk fraud, everything that he says he does, he doesn't do. And it's been proven. Um, there's a video that you'll get an email from me, Elon Musk fraud, five minutes. Mm. Basically, it destroys everything that you think that this guy's done. Okay. The, um, what was my point? I was making a good point and I lost it. It was. Um, Just before the video part. Elon Musk oh. going, to, going to space in a Tesla car. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Tesla, Tesla in, in space. That's pretty frigging cool. Don't you think there would be a poster of that car in every Tesla dealership going, this car went to Mars? Right? Don't yeah. you think there would be a postcard? Don't you think it would be on the cover of Popular Science, on Newsweek, on mm. Time Magazine? None of them covered it. None of them put any pictures of it in there. And Elon Musk at the press conference said, you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. Mm. We'd have better CGI. That's what he said. Wow. Right. He actually said that. And then, yeah, he's actually said that. Now think about this. Richard Branson went into space and this is just a zero G plane. Now this guy flipping around is uh, <laughs> P brain. The... He's a, uh, uh, he just put himself in there to show how stupid this is, but this is 
them floating around. They were supposed to add zero G for four and a half minutes. But if you watch all of the footage, you never see more than five seconds of them flipping around, mm. right? And they're all, they're just going around. It's in a zero G plane. You know, zero G plane works, right? It goes in a yeah. parabolic arc yeah. and you have about 40 seconds of weightlessness at the most. Okay. So uh, the plane goes up really fast and then it does a parabolic arc and you have some zero G time. And that's all it is, is these people are on a zero G plane, planes diving and they're free falling with the plane. Mm. Okay. And so they're all just floating around. This is all they did. This is all they did. Right. But with William Shatner, they didn't even do that. They just, um, they just had, they just did it in a studio and they're hanging from wires. William Shatner's over on the other side here. He's, he's not even hanging. He's just like kneeling there. Like he's just <laughs> kneeling there. He's not even floating. These guys are on wires. They're playing with CGI objects in the air. It's called augmented reality. CGI. Absolute insane. Yeah. What like live CGI? Live CGI. So um, let me show you uh, augmented reality. Here it is. So on the ISS, something they do a lots of different things. Sometimes they show you people hanging from wires. Sometimes they show you um, a zero G plane. Sometimes they just show you nonsense. But this ball is a real ball. It's filled with helium and it's kind of neutrally buoyant. This is not real. Watch again. Watch right here. Boom. It just beams in. Mm. And now she's playing with it. Okay. <laughs> she's playing with a CGI object. Right. And she's playing with it. She either has uh... contact lenses on or maybe a screen behind the camera where she can see things are and she can manipulate them and move them around. That's how they do it in movies, the movie Gravity. Movie Gravity did a better job than uh, NASA does. All right. Yeah. I guess. Some people think that they film gravity in space. Dumbest crap ever. <laughs> Dumbest crap ever. Yeah. People do think all kinds of shit. I, I mean, yeah. you could kind of see with that augmented uh, reality or whatever it is, uh, you yeah. can see where that 65 million a day is going then. Let me ask you a question. Why is this fruit sitting on this table here? This, this is a blow up of this. These guys are supposedly floating in space. What's holding the fruit down? Did they glue each piece to the table? Mm. Okay. Did they glue it, it, each? It, oh, right. It's nonsense. Right. Right? <clears throat> um, here, uh, watch this. This guy moves his, his arm. There's a glitch here, but watch over here. I think it happens right over here. He moves his arm. And it reveals the green screen behind him. Boom. Did you see it right there? Oh, shit. Green screen. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Is that green screen? That's a green screen. Like That's a green screen, man. Look. It's a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> Look there. Right? It, it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's man. That is my right. yeah. Okay. Here's one, Don Pettit. You know, have you ever heard Don Pettit saw the astronaut talk? He's the dumbest guy on earth, right? Four thousand people apply to be an astronaut, and they hire Don Pettit. They hire people that are dumb. Don Pettit might be the only astronaut that thinks he went to space. All the other ones are just liars. But look, <laughs> he's he made this cup out of that out of plastic, and he filled it with coffee. He showed how he can drink coffee because it clings to it. But look, the coffee gets out of sync. Oh wow. <laughs> Right. And the globe trolls will go, well, cosmic rays. You don't understand. It's a glitch in the matrix. You know, it's like the, the globe trolls are the worst, most disgusting idiots on earth. And, and, and the thing is 
people have cognitive dissonance. They don't want to believe that they've been lied to their entire lives. So they'll believe the nonsense that these guys put out there, as long as they say it with a British accent, very confident. And then they straw man and gaslight us to, to say that, you know, Oh, flat earthers believe this, and none of that is true. What, what, none I of find, that. what I've noticed is people, because like like you said, you know, when with the response to your questions, I was like, I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure. And I say that to people, and I notice that they get quite upset. Like, why do you think people are so emotional about? Because nobody likes having their ball taken away. You've been trained since you were a baby before you can talk that we live on a globe. Okay. You've been trained that, uh, that that we live on a globe. You, you go to school and the first thing in the school is uh, the teacher's got a globe in the front of the class. They give you a worksheet about the orbits of the planets and the sun and the moon. That's your literally one of your first worksheets. Every show, every cartoon, Sesame Street has astronauts on there. What the hell are astronauts doing on Sesame Street? Okay. Mm. They're, Walt Disney, same thing. Okay. Um, and then your whole world belief is based on this heliocentric thing. You built your entire life around that. And then when someone tells you that the foundation of everything you think is wrong, that's hard. That's hard for a lot of people to drop their ego and go, yeah, I've been lied to my whole life, right? People will fight to remain in this prison. The mm -hmm. ball is a prison. The flat earth is not a prison, okay? The ball, you're a random mutation from pond scum that turned into a monkey, that turned into a human, on the glow, on the flat earth, you're created. There's a creator. You're at the center. You have power. Mm. You have ability. They don't want you to know that your thoughts create your reality. Watch this real quick. These guys are flipping their mic around, flipping their hat around, and way in the distance, I zoomed in. This guy floats by. He's on a fucking wire. You can see the wire <laughs> oh in the high depth, right? You can see the harness. But watch. In the script, he's supposed to hand his hat to this guy. And he's supposed to put it away, but he makes a movement and the guy mistakes it for the handoff because this hat isn't real. Just like that little stuffed animal. Watch his right hand. He moves it. The guy thinks it's the hat, takes it and puts it away. Oops. Uh -huh. And then he's like, oh, wait a minute. I was going to give you the hat now. So now they're like stumbling. I, I got it looping here. Uh, now they're what? stumbling. And his eyes are like going back All and forth. Right. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Right. Because this was done live. Well, and they're meant right? to be in space now. And, and let me ask you a question. Look at look at their look at their um look at their their they always wear these belts, these utility pants with these heavy belts. Are their pants gonna fall down in space? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're wearing harnesses, they're always top uh, in tight, buttoned up, right? Are you kidding me? If I was in space, I'd have fucking cargo shorts on and a t-shirt. That's it. So they're meant to be right? in space. They're, this is the space station. Yeah, and they do look kind of bulked in it, like as if they've got harnesses on, for real. That's Absolutely. Crazy, Absolutely. <laughs> this is hilarious, man. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. Um, they look like mime artists. Now you, now you show it, it with, with the hat not being passed over, it just looks like mime. He kind of looks like he might be looking at a monitor or something as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And this is one, Don Pettit. No, not Don Pettit. Um, Chris Hatfield. These two guys are in different rooms. There's, they're in front of green screens. And he's holding a mic. And Chris is going to sing a song. And he doesn't. He misplaces where Chris is and sticks the mic right into his neck. The mic <laughs> is inside <laughs> his neck. What the fuck? What the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, so these are, and I guess that's try, they're trying to pull that off live. And so that's why it's not working for them because you'd think like, yeah. all right, maybe just rehearse it unless we can add touches to it after and then play it like as if it was live. But they're trying to do it on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Here, here's one. I haven't shown this one in a while. Um, they, uh, they, they were they're bragging they just got some fresh lemons, fresh fruit up on the space station. They're playing with this lemon and they threw it and it bounced off the wall and went to grab it. It's not real. <laughs> it's oh, not a real lemon. Watch, watch. His hand goes right through the lemon. Wow. <laughs> okay. This is all a friggin' magic show. Look. His finger goes behind it. Yeah. It's not real. Look. His fingers <laughs> go right through it. And that's Whoa. so they can spend longer than just a couple Mad of. Man. A couple like longer than forty seconds, you think? Is that is that sort of why they're CGI? No, this stuff? this is they're, they're they're this because this one they're hanging from wires, but they need things to float around, so they have the CGI going, right? Look at these guys. Mm. These guys, look at them. Look at their friggin' pants. What's going on here? They wearing diapers. They're wearing harnesses, and they're they're trying to hold themselves up, right? Yeah, they're kind of left, definitely. And then like and when they harness, do right? flips, they get tangled in their wires. Sometimes they get, you know, they they. They get all screwed up. But what I was what I was saying is, do you think this? Do you think they're doing this because um, because they can Look only do forty seconds at zero G in the? Well, because the the zero G gets old and they can't yeah, do live so, conversations. So they so can't, you know, because the zero can... G have to cut, cut, cut. Yeah, they have to right, do fifty yeah. zero G flights to get yeah, thirty yeah. seconds of footage, so and then they have to string this... it together. And then we're getting too good for them, where we see that. Yeah. So they try all different techniques. Hey, check this out. I'm on the space station and they didn't give me $65 million. Okay. I'm floating on the space station and it's that easy. Yeah. Okay. And think about this. If you understand how the graphics work, how, how they do this. So there's this one uh, video of this woman that looks like friggin' Medusa with her friggin' hair. And she tours the whole space station. It's supposedly uncut, but there are cuts. Okay. Because mm -hmm. when she goes off camera, they can cut at any point, but she, when she grabs something to move herself, she's actually hanging from a, a harness that uh, like on a three axis gimbal and she's moving the space station through herself. Does that make sense? Where she's yeah. not moving. So she's making she it look can... like she's moving. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so here, this is background. my house. Um, my house is in space mm -hmm. and I can give you a tour of my house. Right. So I'm floating in my house and I say, you know what? Let me give you a little tour and I'll, I'll go this hand. way. Yeah. And right. And, and here no, I go. I'm floating. No, right? I'll put mice in there with you. Oh, right. Okay. Here I go. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go look out the, the cupola. Right. Let me go. Let me go look out the cupola and see if there's any other approaching ships. I can look out. Oh, whoa. I didn't right? realize I could do that. Right. <laughs> right? Whoa. Whoa. Well, yeah. I, I got to get the timing down, right? Because they do this, and then I'm going to go up the stairs. Let me, let me, let me, let me go up the stairs. We go. Whoa. Right? This, look, this is zero budget. Zero budget. Okay. Right? Let me push off that wall. Okay. And that's how they do it. So they can go through the entire fake space station, right? I'm floating, I'm floating through my house. I'm floating look. with you, man. Look, yeah, you can't see me, can you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you should be able to see you floating around with me. That is me. hilarious, man. Whoa. Yeah. 
Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Look, he dropped the ball and it went down. This guy tries to get it and can't because he's hanging from his wires, uh, right? Look at them all. Big, heavy belts. Why would your pants fall down in zero G? What is going on here? Yeah. Why are they buttoned up so tight? They all look like okay. they've got sort of coat hangers down their backs or something. Like yeah. they're sort of stuck in a position. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so what people go, well, what about, <laughs> what about, I saw, I have a tracker and I could see the, I could see the, um, the space shuttle, right? I, I could see, you guys ever see the space shuttle go by? On a, on like a sort of, yeah, like an app that you can track it on or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that and I've seen it and, um, where is my, my comparison? Maybe it's over here. Um, so I'm looking at like, okay, well, what is that? It's moving across the sky. Well, it took like eight minutes to go from horizon to horizon here in Connecticut. Mm. Well, at 17,500 miles an hour, it should be over California, but I can still see it. And people in California can't see it. That's weird. Right. But then if you actually look at the, the size of the space station, right. And, and how we're supposed to see it. Um, that is impossible. Where is my, here we go. Nope. That's not it. I had, um, a comparison that I don't know where it is. Um, hmm. all right, well, let me, I'll just talk about it. Hmm. The space station is about the same size as a 747. So you've seen oh. a 747 on the ground. It's a giant giant plane but at cruising altitude it's a tiny little dot that you can barely see and you can't even see the um you can't even see the plane you can't even see the engines on a, on a space station on on a, on a plane flying at altitude right yeah it's so they're so small you can't see it right the international sure. space station is 50 times higher 50 times farther how the hell can we see this bright light? And it's supposedly reflecting sunlight and it's shining brighter than any star in the sky, any planet. How is that possible? Because if it's shining, it has to shine right at me. If you try to shine something at somebody and it's moving, it's going to flicker on and off. And not only some people in one area will see it because it's reflecting the sunlight, but everybody in the area can see it. Makes no sense. When you actually think about this stuff, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, you lot keep the questions coming in, man. We're going to hit him in a bit with hit some me of with the questions, questions Let's coming because we know he's definitely got levels. I'm just saving them all to... up so we can have some questions at the end. Yeah. Appreciate we'll do, everyone in the chat it. room we'll as do well, a man. Quick fire round. Should we? Should we do it? Do you want to do some quick fire questions? Well, I just wanted to hit people up because there's a lot of you know, like obviously Dave carries uh, a bit of weight with him, and and some of the weight uh, involves hate. You know, and yeah, you, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of hate. A lot of people that are there. There's people that are truly butthurt. That's fine. That's an ego thing. But then there's people out there that are no. They know the Earth is flat, and they're here to dissuade people from looking. Because if everyone woke up to the flat Earth today, um, the entire power system of this world would be gone because nobody would listen to them anymore. Let me ask you a question. You know about the SR seventy one, the 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 spy plane? Yeah. Oops. Mm -hmm. Where did I go? I'm gone. Um, where am I? I am. I'm gone. So while we're looking at this, here we go. There I am. So SR-71, it goes Mach 3.2, 3.2 times the speed of sound. It can't go any faster because it would rip apart. This thing is like a razor blade. 
Okay. It doesn't have any paint on it because it gets so hot. The paint would just burn off. This is the official story. Right. Probably true. This garbage can goes Mach 23 or 25, Mach 32. I can't, I can't see it. Mach uh, 23. This thing goes Mach 23, 10 times faster than this. It's painted. It's not aerodynamic. Bullshit. <sighs> yeah, it's a tricky one, boy. For real. Yeah. Like. Look at this thing. Mach 3.2, Mach 23. <laughs> Painted, bulky. This thing couldn't even go as fast as a 747. A 747 is more aerodynamic than this crap. Yeah. And um, it's nowhere near as sort of aerodynamic and elegant looking as the, right. as the Blackbird. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's hard to uh, argue with that, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. hard to and, and when airplanes fly, how come they don't have to nose down to follow the curve? Because every two minutes, they would have to drop a mile just to maintain the same altitude. A mile. When you're in an airplane flying on a long flight, let's say you're coming to America, you probably fall asleep. You're good. The plane's going straight and level. And then like a half an hour before the airport, they start slowly descending. You wake up. You're like, whoa, we're changing direct. We're changing altitude. You immediately know it. Well, for an airplane to fly around the globe, it would have to nosedive a mile every two minutes. Over the course of one hour, it, there's a 30-mile drop. 30 friggin' miles, right? If you went straight, you'd fly right off into space. Is there? Is it possible they may have uh, the uh, the measurements of the planet wrong, and that's why? Yeah. So, so some people say, well, maybe the Earth is bigger. Well, the distances that we can see with, and now especially with our infrared cameras. Um, would require an Earth to be a thousand times bigger than it is. If that's the case, well, guess what? They're hiding a thousand. They're hiding ninety nine point nine percent of the friggin' world. Okay, so that's a problem. But it's not. We'd still see curvature. Okay, no matter how big it is, there's still be curvature. We can see things that are absolutely ridiculous. You have to watch the movie that just came out yesterday. Everybody needs to watch it because you watch it, it's over. When you're flying in an airplane at 30, 39,000 feet. The horizon should be 78,000 feet below you mm. because you, you can see that far. There's a 242 miles of drop. It's forget it. No, not, not 242 miles um, equals 700 equals 39,000 feet of drop. And, but you're already up that high. You got to add that together, 78,000 feet. But if you look out the left window and the right window, the horizon's right there. It comes right in front of your eyes. It's right there. It's right mm. there. Here's the thing. Like, That's I can a good hear you point. Guys, oh, my brain hurts, right? No, no, no. <laughs> not, it, is a lot to, it is a lot to process for real. It is it, a lot it, to process. It certainly is. But once you see this, once you understand, where are you guys located? What state? So we're in London. Uh, UK. Oh, you're in London. That's right. I yeah, forgot yeah. that. Uh, I thought you might be able to tell by the accent, but I think we've done a <laughs> yeah. pretty good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, all right. they're piling in now. Isn't it? The questions are piling in. That's let's, hilarious. Let's go. All right. So, um, what was the other thing? Okay. So yeah, the, the, the nose tipping for real, that is something I've flown a lot and I don't really notice that. 
unless we're uh, well, about to land. But flat, then I may, maybe I fell asleep. Flatten the curve. The pilots are telling you that they never do that. They never do that. They never do that. We're corkscrewing through space, and we could build balancing rocks like this. Give me a break. Give me a break. Would that not be to do with the atmosphere thing? Like we're in a certain atmosphere, so it it keeps everything. Oh, I don't know, you know. See, I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. I'm here trying to work out like Pete Devil's advocate. I can't even. <laughs> the atmosphere, dude. <laughs> it, 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 gravity, refraction, atmosphere, <laughs> physics. I'm sure, yeah, there's going to be some questions about that. So gravity, what is gravity then? What is gravity? Um, well, if you ask Neil deGrasse Tyson, the high priest of scientism and the failed actor, he says, uh, I don't know what gravity is. Uh, and they have to make up dark matter and dark energy, which, which is 96% of what gravity is. It's never been seen, but it has to exist to make gravity work. Okay. Again, nonsense. The earth has a measurable negative charge. The earth doesn't move. The, the sky has a positive charge. Anything that you lift off the earth goes into that positive charge. Well, the negative charge that doesn't move, the earth, says, hey, down is this way. And it says, there's just an attraction. That's a light attraction. Just like they say, gravity is a weak force. And then buoyancy and density sort everything else out. Think about this. You know, they, they, they have these dirigible floating, you know, ships, blimps and stuff. These things weigh thousands and thousands of pounds. But why do they go up? Why do they float up? They weigh more than I do. Why do they go up? because their density is less than the surrounding air around it because they're filled with a lighter gas, right? If I had um, a balloon, a helium balloon, rocks and, and uh, ping pong balls, and I held them over a pool and let them go, the balloon's gonna go up because it's less dense than the air. The ping pong balls and the rocks are gonna fall down. The ping pong balls will stay on top of the water. The rocks will go to the bottom. Buoyancy and density, down is this way. If I point down, if you point down, if someone in Australia points down, we're all pointing down. If I point up, everyone's pointing up, right? If you um, point left and right, that's different. My left could be your right. My forward could be your back or backwards. But one thing is for sure is this is not going on in Australia right now. There's not upside down oceans with guys with <laughs> flying in jet packs upside down. Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay. Absolute insanity. <laughs> Down under. <laughs> the land out over. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird, though, when you think about it. Look at this because... cruise ship upside down, spinning on a ball in a space vacuum. Well, think about this. A space vacuum <laughs> and a pressurized Earth. How come it doesn't suck the air all off the Earth? And people go, well, well gravity is holding it down. Gravity is holding the air down. But the air can blow left and right. I can take a straw and down here <laughs> close to the earth where the gravity is the strongest, I could suck water and air up and away from the earth with, with a weak low pressure system in my mouth and lungs. But the ultimate low pressure vacuum of space can't suck the air up and away from earth where the gravity is supposedly even less. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Why, why would they want us to believe that we're on the globe? It's all about control, right? 
It's all about controlling our minds. If you can believe that you're spinning out of control, flying through an infinite universe, that you're a speck on a random speck in a cosmological infinity of other specks, it, that, that makes you insignificant. That makes you think, oh, an asteroid could take us out at any time. You know, a dictator, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un could blow us up with nuclear bombs when in fact, North Korea doesn't even exist, okay? Kim Jong-un is an actor. Okay. There is no nuclear bombs. Nuclear bombs don't exist. Did you know that? Okay. Yeah. It's all about control and fear because <laughs> if you're about. in fear, you don't know who you are. You don't know what power you have, right? They don't want you to know that you don't have to listen to them. The only power anyone has over you is in your imagination. It's pretty deep in okay? it because that it literally is like that. And I'm sure a lot of people, even if they can't, come to terms with you know a flat earth or whatever they can at least admit that we've been messed with and fooled with from birth and when they're i talk hiding about free energy birth, they're hiding the creator they're hiding your spirituality they're hiding more land they're hiding the creator they're hiding um the fact that we are at the center of creation and that we have power the whole idea that we're running out of water there's infinite water below us and above us. That's why they don't let us still drill um, wells deeper than 300 feet because we'll hit what um, Gaddafi hit. We'll hit primary water, which is infinite, pristine, ancient water, right? So they don't want us to know um, the power that we truly have. Mm. And in that way, they can uh, control us. They can stay in charge of what's going on. Right, because... When you wake up to this, I use the analogy. You guys like the movie, The Matrix with uh, Keanu Reeves? Yeah, the first one. <laughs> it's a freaking documentary. <laughs> Keanu, at the beginning of the movie, remember when he's in his apartment, he's kind of depressed. Something's wrong with the world. Something's wrong. He can't figure it out. I believe that much of the depression in this world, much of the angst that people have is because their soul, which is a spark of the creator, I believe, knows the truth. And it's trying to talk to their mind, but their mind is tied up in the news being steered, mm. right? It's tied up in fear. It's tied up with um, all sorts of different distractions. And that's, that's why you're not communicating with your soul. You're not listening. That's how you become depressed. So Neo's mm. depressed. And then they unplug him from the matrix and he sees the reality. And as Neo, as um, Morpheus says, some people aren't ready to be unplugged. And that's our, that's their that's their deal. So he's unplugged. Now look at the Neo at the very end of the movie and move him to the front of the movie and put them side by side. You got a depressed, weak, not knowing who he is, not knowing his power, lost man, partial man, and a guy that doesn't matter what the state of the world is. He knows who he is. He knows what power he has. He knows that his mind can create this reality. They don't want us to know that our minds create our world. Everything you guys have in your life is because of the way you think. Mm. And obviously the way you're treated is going to nurture that yeah. as well. Which is pretty deep, man, from the beginning, you know? Like, uh, you got have you got kids, Dave? I do. I I, I do. We, between my um, my girlfriend and I, we have four kids. And uh... Oh, man. So, you, I mean, so you know about the, the cord cutting thing, the delayed cord cutting? Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I didn't do any of that people. right. We vaccinated our kids. We did the whole thing, right? Um, I, I learned all that too late in life. But the whole cord cutting delay, the whole circumcision—what a friggin' nightmare, mm. right? 
that, that it's people. all barbaric. It's horrifying. Yeah. But for, you, so you guys are aware, aware of all that. That's awesome. Well, that's the thing is like for people who don't know, basically, uh, and you know, because people always wonder like, okay, so you're trying to say all these people are involved. Like, you know, everyone yeah, knows about this. They and they're, But the thing they is, are. if you're taught that this is the th right thing to do, you know, by a book that obviously you're going to get your qualifications off the back of this, you're taught that this is the right thing to do. That's all you know. You don't know that this isn't, oh shit, it's not meant to be like this. But basically when you, when the baby's born, we all know, let's use logic, we all know it's attached to something, right? It's attached right. to what? The placenta. Yeah, right. So, you, you know, what's the first thing they do though? Is go, hey daddy, do you want to cut the cord? Straight away. But the thing is, think about what, what's going on with that placenta. The baby for nine months has been surviving via that placenta with the blood carrying oxygen and all the nutrients, all the vitamins and minerals. So when it comes out, the baby's still not using its lungs yet until you know it's time. It can still be getting oxygen and whatnot from the placenta because a third of its blood is still in there. So they're cutting it straight away now most of the time, the reason why that baby's crying is because he's trying to make a third of his blood again. You're meant to wait. For some reason, they tell us it's delayed cord cutting. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's actually and just then the normal. next thing they do, what's a, what, a baby's been in their mother's womb the whole time, right? The baby opens his eyes in this world for the first time, and what's he want to do? He wants to bond with the mother. Mm -hmm. What do they do? They stick antibiotics in the baby's eyes, and the baby can't see, okay? The most important first vision, first impressions, mm -hmm. right? If baby can't see, he's got stinging friggin' grease in his they eyes. They stick him in that eye. See. Why do they do that? Yeah. They, they, they say it's a stop infection. Okay. Bullshit. It's Is all, it's all absolutely insane. You know that's what? In America, Most right? flat earthers that are after, that are having babies, excuse me. Um, <laughs> they're doing it at home. They're doing it with midwives. Mm. They're not doing any of that nonsense. Doula. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, doula. Yeah, doula. Hey, so let's real quick on my app. Um, people think that uh, Flat Earth is crazy. Well, right here is the friend finder. You hit that puppy and up comes a map and just let it load. And this is going to show you that there's other people around you that are Flat Earthers, Ooh. right? So here we go. These are all the people around me that are Flat Earthers. Now I could tap on one of those dots and I could send them a message. I could look at their profile if they filled one out. Or I can send a group message out to 50 kilometers. I got 292 people. I could say, hey, we're having a meetup at Joe's Pizzeria, Saturday, 4 p.m. <laughs> flat, flat. Trust it to be a pizza. Boy. That's and, flat and, and let me tell you something. You, uh, when, when, you, when you're around other flat earthers, these are people that are awake and aware. These are your brothers, okay? Male or female. And there's also people that are getting, they're, like, they're using it as a dating app because you have more in common with every single one of these dots than any dating app will ever bring you to, okay? So this is a, a way that we're using their technology to bring us together. Divide and separate, I say unite, bring us all together. And that the app is doing that. But you guys What's are the camera in the United called? Kingdom. What's that camera that, called that everyone, the one that you can zoom in with? Does that look like you could just- Oh, the, the, the Nikon P900, but now there's the P1000. Um, you could just the 900 is a lot cheaper now. <laughs> But the P1000 is even stronger, and it's it's a mammoth of a camera. Oh, and you can real. zoom in. I mean, that's it. Five minutes with that on the water's edge, you're like, whoa. But, you know, sometimes you'll zoom in and go, look, I can't see the beach. must be behind the curve. Then the next day when the conditions are different, oh, there it is. Mm. That's, because, um, that's because atmospheric conditions um, affect your ability to see. In what way? 
Well, the the like on oh. a on a ball, um, the physical horizon is required. Like a six foot tall person standing um, at the edge of calm water should be able to see no farther than three miles. Then the water should drop below a physical curve. But as I showed you before, um, it it doesn't. But on a foggy day, I might only be able to see a half a mile. And there, there, there's my horizon because it changed, right? Mm. So I'm trying to find a um, a time lapse I have. Where is it? Over. But yeah, I was saying you could get the camera out and just say, hey, man, look out your window and zoom in to someone. <laughs> but yeah, but here's the thing. Can yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. see me right now? Yeah. Have you looked outside? No, if you look outside. Oh, if we zoomed out. No, I don't know. We're outside, outside um, zooming. It, well, you can't. Therefore, the earth is a ball because I'm behind the curve. No, there's other explanations, right? But it doesn't work the other way. If I can see something that should be behind the curve, there's no other explanation other than refraction. But we can prove refraction isn't, uh, isn't, isn't a possibility. For example, <clears throat> you see the light that's bouncing off of me right now. If I turned off all the lights, I'd be gone. Right. So here's the spot in Illusia, France. Out here is Mount Canago, 175 miles away. The light from the sun that's bouncing off Mount Canago can't push through the thickness of the atmosphere and make it to your eyes. It's not strong enough. But from this viewing point, using globe math, the horizon, the Mount Canago, the top of it should be over a mile below the horizon. Right. But this is an optical horizon. Right, it should be a mile below the horizon. However, twice a year, when the sun is on its journey between the two tropics, it lines up with the viewer and Mount Canago. And as the sun goes away, all of a sudden, its light is strong enough it can push to your eyes. It backlights Mount Canago, and here it is. The very top should be a mile below the physical curve, but it's not. It's right here. It's not a. Ref it's not refracted. It's not a mirage. It's right there. It's even blocking the sun as it goes away. It's all about perspective. Okay. Mm. And, and people just don't frigging get it. They don't understand how perspective works, right? Oh. The sun is clearly just going away. You're not falling over backwards faster than speed of sound. And it's taking its light with it. Okay. It's just going away. And, People say, well, it should get smaller. Well, there's a whole bunch of reasons it doesn't, but sometimes it actually does. But as it goes away, you're looking through more atmosphere, that atmosphere is magnifying it, but perspective is making it smaller at the same time. But sometimes um, some, sometimes when, um, when uh, the, the sun, whoops, what's going on here? Sometimes when the sun um, is on a super clear day, mm -hmm. this was filmed in Afghanistan, <laughs> it just shrinks and it gets smaller and smaller. Paul McCartney singing the fool on the hill sees the sun going down, but the eyes in his head see the world spinning around. Okay. This sun is clearly just going away and fading away into the distance and it's taking its light with it. Boom. It's nighttime over here. Nighttime over here. Mm. And the sun's going away and it's taking its light with it. Yeah. I saw someone was asking about Australia. All right. Let's hit the questions, man, because I think he's going to have to dig through some of his, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? Yeah. Okay. And it's hard to figure where it is exactly, whether it's far, whether it's near, you know, like there, it looks like, right, it's just here. 
It's close. Let me show you another one. This one freaks people out. Now, if we were on a ball and we're spinning, the sun should just go down, 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 and it should just keep on going. But I filmed this from my drone on a super clear day. It was below freezing. So there's no humidity in the air, super clear. And I watched the sun in five minutes time. It went from way up here, down, 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 down. And then it should just keep on going if we're spinning, but it didn't. It went down, 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 down. And then it stopped and it sat here and, and it didn't go down. It sat here for 10 minutes. Now my friends at the beach saw it set from the bottom up because that was due to perspective. But watch what happens here. It's gone. Perfectly clear yeah. day. It just fades into the thickness of the soup. Uh, Boom, okay. bringing it back and forth there. Okay. That, yeah, Australia. It thing. fades away. I filmed that seven times. So let me, let me, we're going to do a little, uh, a, a little mind um, perspective here. So these lights look like they're going down, but they're not. Um, I'm going to try to speed through this a little bit. So when we look up and we see clouds sitting on a deck, spotted space, spit out clouds, they're, they're, they're all, they kind of look like they're on a flat deck above you. Right. You with me? Mm. But 20, 30 miles away, the clouds that you see look like they're touching the water. If you're looking over the water. So this is, these clouds are all on the same deck, but right now this is the horizon. It, this far cloud looks like it's touching the water, but it's really the same height. We know this, right? You with me? Mm -hmm. So if I'm looking up from here, that I, I drew a line, it goes straight up. But if I look to that far cloud and I drew a line, I literally ran a string from my eyes to that cloud, I'm gonna see that string going over the water parallel with the water, right? I see that string. Imagine I'm actually running a string for 20 miles mm -hmm. and it's level, it's pretty much parallel with the water because this thing is at my eye level. You mm -hmm. with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now imagine you are 20 miles away underneath that cloud and you can see the string that I drew that I see going across the water to that cloud. You're going to see a string from 10,000 feet in the air, wherever that cloud is sloping down to my eye, right? Mm. That's how you see it. But I see it going straight across. You're underneath it. You see the, 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 the it like that. So this is your point of view. And the sun is just moving across the flat earth. But when it goes beyond this, this is my optical horizon. This atmospheric deck becomes opaque and the sun goes behind it. But from my point of view, this line isn't the way you see it. This line is straight across here. Okay. So this is how I see it. And as that sun goes away, remember when something goes away, it goes down. Mm. And then I see it cross that horizon. I think that's the earth horizon, but it's just an atmospheric deck, which gets compressed into the atmosphere, compressed into the horizon. Sunset, not how it's happening. It's how we perceive it. D's got some, uh, Dan's got some Masonic skills. So do you, yeah. does that make sense? So look at this. This, is, this, is, this line is level. That makes and sense. Yeah. Th this is going behind something that's above the camera, but it looks like it's at the camera's height. This is a real sunset. This is the atmospheric deck of opacity that it's going behind. Uh, and that's going behind. Uh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Let's do some questions because I'm, yes. I'm going to yeah, lose my voice. Appreciate so it, bro. Appreciate it, man. First of all, your app. What's your, what's your app? 
You want to run us over your app quickly before we do any questions? Yeah, the, the app, it's $3. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app by Blue Water Bay. You got to make sure on Android that it's by Blue Water Bay. It's got this logo because there's already a propaganda app using the same name and some of the same hmm. graphics, and it's hmm. horrible. Just look at my app. It's the highest rated app in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It's $3, and there's a subscription for a dollar a month or 11 bucks for the year that you do not have to get unless you want to message other flat earthers. If you want to send out messages, you have to subscribe, okay. right? 11 bucks for the year. You're buying me a margarita, and you're forgetting to tip the bartender very much, all right? <laughs> so, but you don't have to do that. $3, you have it forever. And then I say, just watch the daily videos, hit the frequently asked questions, use the other resources, read the reviews on the app. That's all you got to do. Read the reviews and you won't be able to help yourself but buy it. $3, it's the best tool for learning about Flat Earth and showing people about Flat Earth because I, I can pull up pictures, I can pull up videos, and boom, right there. And all, all of the stuff, the, the plane routes, we haven't even get into the plane routes. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, you might and, have to touch it, that because, yeah, the people yeah. were asking about that as well, actually, the whole plane. Thing. Yeah, sorry, you just finished the app. Yeah, thing. go on. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah so, so that's it. Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. You can find all my links, my YouTube channels, my interview channel, my Flat Earth General channel, and my DITRH channel, which is all very short videos, um, at flatearthdave.com. You don't have to remember anything else. Flatearthdave.com. Links to the app are there. If you have any issues with your phone and the app not cooperating, there's a support link there. Click that, fill it out, and we'll fix it. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on with your phone. Um, and if you have a show, know of a show, want to book me on it to have a conversation like this, there's a link, book Flat Earth Dave. Flatearthdave.com. So Southern Flights. Sweet. My favorites. <clears throat> um, excuse me. So let me ask you a question on a globe. You got the equator in the middle. If you picked any two locations in the North, any two, any random doesn't matter. And you're going to take a plane from one of those to the other. Would that plane ever need to cross below the equator into the Southern hemisphere to get to their location? Question. It doesn't seem like it would make sense to do that. Absolutely. Here it is. Northern Hemisphere. I want to go from here to here. Mm. Whoop, there, there. I would never, I would never go down and up. Well, guess what? There's no Northern flights that do that. They all stay in the Northern Hemisphere. None of them ever cross the equator. Isn't that nice? Um, however, yeah. however, <laughs> there's plenty of flights in the Southern, in the Southern Hemisphere. Two southern locations, same thing. It should never cross the equator, mm. but that's not that seems to what what happens, oh, right? Days, in the southern yeah. hemisphere, yeah, we geez. see stuff um, where we want to go from Auckland to um, Mexico City, and instead of going like this, it goes all the way up to Los Angeles and then all the way down. Why the hell would they do that on a flat Earth map? There it is. Right, that's not that's not a great example because it's not southern to southern. Let's see another one. So here we go. From um, let me let me just fix this a second. Size this up. Um, all right. So we want to go from Perth to what does that say? I can't even see it. Montevideo. Um, Montevideo. Right. <clears throat> It goes all the way up here 
to Los Angeles and all the way back down on a flat earth map. Bam. It's just stopping here for fuel. It's a long trip. Mm. It's a straight line. It's a straight line. It gets worse, guys. Hang tight. Let me show you a couple more. Okay. But they'll say, like, I think what they'll say is that it's quicker to fly no. like that, right? Or something. No, like it's not. It's not quicker. Look, here, they go all the way up to here, Los Angeles again, when this is almost shorter, right? That's almost twice the length. But when you look at it on a flat earth map, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Not does it, it doesn't kind of make sense. It 100% makes sense. Well, what, <laughs> right? I, I thought it was like the um, the, uh, the equator was so wide that it would be easier to do like that. But that's bullshit as well, I guess. Right? No, right. Because this is the mm. northern hemisphere. And then this is supposed to be the underside, the southern hemisphere. But on a flat earth, it it uh, it it's the same thing. Look. We're trying to go from Auckland to Lima, Peru. Stops in Los Angeles. Why does it do that? Why does it go all the way up there? Absolute insanity. Okay. You got to research this to make sure, you know what I mean? What you're saying. Same thing again. Let me find another one. Um, Yeah. Look, they go all the way up to Doha and then all the way back down and across when in reality, straight line. Yeah. Cut over to New Zealand. Right. So sometimes guess who runs GPS NASA? Guess who runs the radar system? NASA. Guess who runs all international flight plans? One guess is all you get. Uh, NASA. (laughs) NASA's in charge of all of them. Occasionally on an airplane. Oh yeah. There's an emergency. Someone's having a baby. Someone's having a heart attack. They got to land real quick. Right. So this one right here, Right. They're going from New York to Hawaii or Hawaii, New York, whatever. And there was an emergency and they went like a thousand miles out of the way to Seattle. Why did they do that? Why did they do that? And the answer is because right here, Seattle's right on the line. Mm. What are the chances that the, the you know, the, all the airports were busy, but the airport that they chose happened to be right on the line. Same thing here. They went a thousand miles out of the way to Moscow. Moscow's right on the line between the origin and the destination. Right? Very good. Right? Here's another one. From Dallas to Beijing, they went all the way up to Calgary. Way the frig out of the way. Huh. Calgary's right on the line. Right? Mm. They're not flying where they tell you they're flying. Right? All right. Another the- one. Here's Chicago to Doha. They went to Moscow again, about a thousand miles out of the way. Bam, bam. Right. So there's a whole bunch of these. There's actually 16. And if you want to learn about them, there's a free PDF online, or you can uh, on the app, you can buy 16 emergency landings about flat earth. Awesome coffee table book. I highly recommend it, but if you want the free version, it's online. Uh, 16 emergency landings, proving <laughs> flat earth. It's an amazing book because you have somebody over, you have another couple over for dinner, you have a glass of wine, you're cooking dinner. The friend picks up the book. Eh, now they're flat earthers. Now they got to go tell their kids. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no stopping it. Right. It's the greatest thing ever worth the price of admission just for that. But um, one other thing people say, if the earth is flat, how the hell did the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor? It makes no sense because they're mixing cosmologies again. Well, let me show you on a flat earth map how that works. Japan, Pearl Harbor. 
That's so funny because someone mentioned Japan, that Pearl Harbor. Wow. <laughs> Somebody said that in the chat. It seems to be the thing because there's a stupid meme. People put out a meme, right? And I love memes. Good. This is a meme. This is a meme. But one of the memes is it shows the Mercator map and it shows like this crazy path to get from, but it, it's the dumbest thing ever. If you use your mind, you're like, that's just the globe laid out on a flat map separating those two. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is the map. The Gleason's map is what's used for navigation. The Gleason's map is the closest map we have to reality. And I believe that it is more accurate than most flat earthers believe. All right. We've got five minutes left. So let's hit him with the, quick some fire rapid fire, quick fire questions. See if Dave Go can ahead. hold this up. Can... Um, there are rocks with, this is Ken F. There are rocks with magnetic fields. Showing where the earth, where the po the poles of the earth have switched. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a cool story again, um, where they show <laughs> that you know the 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 continental continental drift, which is nonsense. Um, they say that every seventeen thousand years they switch the the magnetic pole. Um, I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. The way magnetics work is like this. Um, the North Pole is the center. There's a magnet here. Here's a compass, right? The needle's pointing to the north. Now I'm trying to push this compass west. I got to keep turning. West is a circle because look, that needle has to always point to the center. West is a circle. This is how you circumnavigate, okay? West is a circle. East is a circle because I'm going east. I got to keep that needle pointed towards the center. Otherwise I'll be going south, okay? And I go around. And that is east. East is a circle. Now, if I try to dead wreck in west, which means I'm going to set my compass to west, then I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm not going to turn the wheel at all, right? As soon as I start moving, I'm heading south. South is every direction away from the center. This whole thing about this 17,000-year shift, not buying it. Next. Right. Uh, <laughs> what about the uh, Bruce Rillis on uh, Twitch is asking, what about the moon creating high and low tides? Yeah, so we, we um, I guess we didn't talk about that. Um, it doesn't. So here's the official story on the moon, on the tides. So if my head was the moon, mm. it's gravity is pulling this water out away from the earth and creating a high tide. Okay. In reality, that would create a low tide, but it's pulling the water away creating a high tide, but 12 hours later on the other side of the earth, at the same time, 12 hours away, there's another high tide. You know what the official story for that is? I don't have time to get my cool story bro glasses on, but is that the gravity from my moon head is pulling the earth away from the water. So the gravity of the moon's pulling their water away from the earth and it's pulling the earth away from the water. And then the earth spins within those two bulges <laughs> Am I allowed to say bullshit? Okay. <laughs> and then if you actually look, think about this. Think about this. Okay. We got a full moon when the sun's here and the moon's here because we're looking at the moon. It's lit up by the sun, right? This is when there's bigger tides, when there's a full moon. But what about when there's a new moon? Okay. When the moon is over here, we don't see the moon because it's dark, supposedly. Well, you got the gravity of the moon and the gravity of the sun, both pulling on the water, supposedly, but we don't have as big of a high tide. Makes no sense. There's, there's areas of the earth that have 
um, no tide. There's all of these pockets all over the world that there's no tide. I think lakes, Weird. right? Lakes don't really have. No, no, in the oceans. Mm. No tide. And why are there no tides on lakes? Only salt water. And I'll tell you why. Extra high tides are correlated with the full moon. But why doesn't the new moon? It's there. Just not lit up. Why doesn't it have as big of an effect? Because it's an electromagnetic thing. And the moon, when it's full, is powered up. Powered up. The moon is its own light. The moon is the cathode of the battery system, and the sun is the anode. Okay? All of these weird tides, giant tides in, in, uh, in uh, the inner north, no tides at places on the equator, like the Maldives. They're, they're a foot above the water, two feet above the water, mm. no tides. So the whole tide thing in the, in my app, you hit the question mark, hit what about tides? Whole bunch of videos. <laughs> Go. Right. Uh, Whoa. What is that? Go ahead. So Lawrence Limburger is asking, uh, why is there Hubble, but not a telescope from UK to America? Why because, can, can anyone just because as telescope? I showed you with Mount Canigo, we can't even see 150 miles, 175 miles. You can't see that far. Light doesn't push through the atmosphere, right? But Hubble is a joke, right? Hubble <laughs> is not real. Neither is the new James Wood uh, or James James uh, whatever the hell name is, name of it is. But um, if you look at Hubble, right? Hubble. This is the picture of Hubble from like. 15, 20 years ago, whenever it was put up there. Look at this. Is this a, I say this is a soda can wrapped in tinfoil. This is a can of Del Monte beans with the, with the label taken off this wheels or whatever this is, is from one of those little wind up uh, propeller planes you had as a kid. And then, then there's a flap here. This is nonsense. It's a freaking garbage can in space, but they just did a repair mission on Hubble. Um, like literally last month. And this is the picture they gave us same picture same cloud <laughs> same angle okay yeah. yeah same thing it's the same picture it's the same picture they couldn't take a picture <laughs> <laughs> can you show the before we go could you show the, the the footage where it looks like it what they, they kind of make the globe or they make it look like a globe with from within the cockpit or whatever it is it's like some old footage of when they're actually in the in or on the, the way to the moon, moon. Yeah, I guess they say they're in the way. Oh, to I don't have that. That's not um, If you look, if you look up, uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting, yeah. And, and that that that's a whole another story. But I highly recommend that. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. We never went to the moon. The moon's right here within our system. It's not someplace you can go. Before, a hey, animal bird said resources, unbelievable amounts of land in Antarctica, and they said, "Oh, Antarctic Treaty. Look, we're going to the moon." Look up here. Don't look over there. Look up there. We're going uh, to the moon someplace wow. that you can't verify. something wow. that you can't do. Okay. We're going to the moon and we, we can live on a ball. All nonsense. NASA. Uh, I have a playlist. Um, I'm going to actually add this. Oh, I think I already did. I think it's under the app. It's called. Oh, yeah, it is under the web button. Rockets are balloons. A lot of people get pissed off when they hear that. Rockets are balloons. Guess who owns all of the helium companies in the world and is the largest consumer of helium? NASA. Come on. With N, N, NASA. With... Very good. Very, very, very good. Look at you. So... Right. So do, do, uh, do you do you um, do you go for the sort of dome over the Earth idea? Personally, or... I believe that there is some sort of dome. Now, a lot of people believe there's a dome because they're Bible literists. Lit literists. Is that the word? Um, 
And they, and it says it in the Bible, basically page one of the Bible, God separated the waters from the waters and created the firmament, which is the dome, mm. right? Werner von Braun on his gravestone quotes that uh, in Psalms 19.1, um, which talks about the firmament, right? So I don't use that as evidence. Mm. I kind of look at things that I've seen, NASA stuff, some whistleblowers that we had. I believe there's a firmament. Maybe there's, maybe it's flat. Maybe it's domed. Maybe it goes on forever. Maybe there's other puddles out there. We live in a puddle, other puddles. Maybe there's rings around us. I don't know. I haven't been there, mm. but I kind of think that we are enclosed. Okay. So with that in mind, psychedelic scientist in the chat is asking, would the dome get dirty from pollution and would someone well, have to clean the dome? <laughs> that, that's, that, that's hysterical. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that you can get up that far. I think uh, when you get up to about 73 miles, there, it becomes thicker like plasma. Um, and and uh, that then it becomes solid up there. So I don't know if our pollution gets up there. We shouldn't right, pollute. Okay. Polluting is bad. You know, humans are disgusting, right? But that's not what's going on in this world. Climate change isn't because of that. Okay. Um, Teddy T, how come it's nighttime in Australia? When it's daytime... In, Thanks for asking. Yeah, um, part of the world. So day and night. It kind of um, shows it on the app thing as well. Yeah, the app, the app shows it. But again, the sun goes away and takes its light with it. When the sun is far away. Oh, I'll show the app. That's easy. Um, actually, let me see this one. This is. Is that it? So this is a light. I'm moving it in between the tropics and it's creating light in different patterns. This is from um, uh, the, the whatever, the day and night program showing right. you how the different seasons, how the light works on flat earth. And it kind of represents what I'm doing with the dome here. <clears throat> so to me, it's kind of evidence that a, uh, that a dome works, that, mm -hmm. that a dome um is how we see it. So it, that would that mean then that it, the sun and the moon are outside of the dome? That's a very good question. <clears throat> and I think that the sun, this is my opinion. And again, I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. The sun and the moon that we see are within projections we or reflections within our sky. And maybe they're true sources within or above the firmament. Maybe it's within the actual firmament um i don't know but i did i have a great experiment um which i'll show you real quick wait and, so you're um, saying that it shines from outside but the shine that we're getting is within or you're saying we that have the actual like we have like orb is within. a couple extra a couple extra minutes yeah of course yeah yeah man um so show you real quick here so if i hit the question mark and i hit what about eclipses and i scroll down um to this guy right here so i'm gonna i'm gonna speed through this mm -hmm. so so i was uh i watched an eclipse it was kind of like a misty day and this is the eclipse i filmed but this is me creating eclipse this is a paper towel and i have a light source behind it and i'm eclipsing it with a bottle cap all right kind of looks the same right kind of looks the same so um an eclipse that was filmed earlier that year or the previous year we saw this Right. This this is all blown out. The eclipse is like 80 percent. And we saw this like this is a lens flare because it's moving around. But this thing was locked to the position of the sun 
And we're like, look at this. This looks just like what the eclipse should be. This is just so bright. We can't see that it's actually happening. If you put sunglasses on, you'd be able to see mm-hmm. that this is matching it. And I theorized maybe this is the projector. What do I mean by that? So, so there's, this is the projector from behind the sky screen, right? So this is me. So I got my, my projector here. This is my, my sun. Here's my eclipse coming in. And this is how we see it in the sky. This is why no one ever sees the, the, the moon um, approach or exit the sun because they can't. There's no light on the moon being projected. So it's just blocking the source, right? But then I said, hey, wait a minute. What if the sky is more transparent than that? So I did it again with toilet paper, all right? Thinner. But look, this is the source of the light behind me. This is what I see. But I can also see through the sky and I see this. And it looks just like that. This is behind or within the firmament. And it looks just like that. Do you see it? Do you get it? Do you see what you're seeing there? Yeah, kind of. Because I I still feel like that's a lens flare. But I get what you're saying. Well, it's not. Because the lens flare moves with the lens. This one didn't move. The Mm. lens flare at the beginning was moving with, uh, with it. Look. The lens flare, as the camera moves, this is a lens flare. This thing was locked in position. Can't be a lens flare. Locked in position. Lens flare, lens flare, not lens flare. Uh, Right? And then when we we compare it to what we really see here, okay, it looks the same. That's actually me seeing through the paper to this. That's what's projecting this. Mm -hmm. And it looks exactly the same. Exactly. So the so that means this, yeah, it's kind of weird though, isn't it? To, to think that looks like an orb as well though, because that that means you're saying again, that the again, actual orb is, is outside is, the dome. Oh well, maybe it's within the, source, the dome. Maybe the, the dome is, is a thick. maybe the dome is a fifty miles thick. Mm, okay, okay. And within okay. it is you know we have your fixed stars and then your wandering stars, which they now call planets. All right. Mm. All right, go ahead. Uh, so one last question from Gleam. Uh, have you heard of the Helleric projection? I have not. It sorts out them distorted land masses. Tell him Steve Torrance's flat earth core model used it for reference. You know Steve, um, do you know Steve Torrance's? I know who he is. I just don't, I'm not familiar with that. I would say watch Globebusters. Um, they probably talk about it there. Ask it in the chat there. They sometimes take calls too. Right. Um, Globusters is uh, is a great source of information. And also um, on the app, um, if you hit the web button, um, we have uh, the third top row right here. Globusters twenty four seven better than CNN. Turn it on. Let it roll all day long. You'll 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 be so much smarter. Oh, Globusters twenty four seven. It's, uh, it's wow. unbelievable. Jeez. What's that? That's 24-7 Globusters. 24-7 Globusters. But if you want to watch it live, be in the chat and stuff, um, you can just check out Globusters. I think they're on right now, so it might be time to get off. And I also have another um, video premiering as we're talking, so I'm overlapping No, I appreciate it, man. You've actually gone over the time you said, so I really appreciate you coming through, brother, man. Yeah, do you want to do your plugs again? My plug is very easy, flatearthdave.com. Get the app, check it out. And by the way, on the app, if you think that it's a tracking app, because that's what the trolls are saying, don't get the app, he's tracking you. Your phone's already tracking you. But on the app, you can say, don't show my exact location. It'll put you within five miles of where you are. Or you could say, 
turn off the location and it takes you right off the map. Okay. Or you could say, remove the friend finder from the app so I don't even have it. And you could do that too. Okay. So tracking app, you're already being tracked. My ad, they don't need my app to track you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else? Like, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, really appreciate you coming through and spending the time, man. Like, that I was, appreciate uh... you guys are awesome. Thanks. And uh, let's, uh, when you, when you compile some more questions and we'll do it again. Oh man. Appreciate Excellent. that, man. Definitely want to do that again. And uh, yeah, man, good luck with everything as well. Um, okay. Hope to see you soon, man. That's Dave right, Wise, man. AKA Flat Earth Dave, the Flat Earth podcast. Oh yeah. Plug the podcast as well, man. It's uh, it's all on flatearthdave.com. It's the Flat Earth podcast. We have been doing many episodes, but if you haven't heard them, start from the first and go there. I also say, listen to the first five episodes and you too will lose the respect of your family and friends because you'll be a flat earther. Oh yeah. One more <laughs> thing. How did you get into this? Dragged in kicking and screaming like I was dragged into a, a lake of alligators where people started sending me flat earth stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking. You're an idiot. I banned them from our social media. I didn't even let them comment on our stuff anymore. And then I was forced to by Sophia Smallstorm. She's like, Dave, you got to look at this. And she sent me Mark Sargent's clues. And then I said, then after that, I watched Eric Dubay's 200 proofs. And I was like, okay, I'm going to disprove flat earth. This is ridiculous. It's interesting. And then for two weeks, I didn't sleep. And at the end, I came out. I'm like, holy crap. Holy crap. My whole life is a lie. And it's, it's shocking at first. But when you come out of it and you realize who you are, where you are, you're Neo at the end of the movie. Who do you want to be? Neo at the beginning or Neo at the end? Mm. That's who you are once you wake when you wake up to flat earth. David Wise, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming through, man. That was some, right, guys. you definitely hit us with some shit we might not never know nothing about. <laughs> There's some shit you might not never know. But now <laughs> let me tell you something. Once you see through this, everything opens up. You're going to start seeing everything, right? Once you see this, you see through all the deceptions. They literally unplug you from the mind matrix and then you can see. Yeah. Then you can see flat wow. earth matters with all the crap that's going on in the world. That's how they're getting away with it because they've convinced us we're spinning out of control, flying through space. So mm. there you go. Yeah, Thank man. you very much. Yeah, man. Really appreciate you. All right, guys. Here. See ya. Thanks. Bless up, man. Cheers. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Jeez. Wow. That was flat earth Dave, ladies and gents. You know what I mean? Whether you could handle it or not, we had to bring it to you. <laughs> Right here, man. That, you know, it's a lot to take in. There's a lot. I want to thank everyone that was locked in as well, man. Appreciate all the chat room. There's a whole bunch of you mother lovers going back and forth. Cat yeah. Taylor, Brian S. Uh, what does that say? Yeah, Brian S. <laughs> yeah, that was. Brian, was sorry, yeah. Brian S. Stavely. Yeah, the chat's going off. So it's like you lot. I hope you lot had a good time listening to that, regardless of whether you believe it or not. I think the thing about it as well is that you got a, you, you have to like look at it from a neutral standpoint in order for you to really look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without and it's hard because like we're saying, from birth, from yeah. birth we've been taught this thing. And that's it. So it's like, yo, and I can see people going off like, yo, once you wake up to this, you know, the whole everything changes, you see things for what they are. And I can believe that, like setting yourself free. But it's hard to you're like, oh, nah, because we can never really prove it ourselves for us to like be 100 mm. percent sure. You know, you can like all those images, like for sure. Like yeah. I, I'm convinced more there. than I was yeah. before, you know, yeah, yeah. 
But at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, but they're just images I'm seeing on the screen. I need to, mm. like, it needs to be tangible. And yeah, that's what we didn't even get the answer, but I wanted to know what would he accept as being, you know, uh, like evidence, like of any of you lot in the chat room, we see a few names in there. Do you know what though? I am fucking, I could well do it with a pizza after all that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm starving. I was seeing all them pictures of the flat earth. I was just like, oh, I'm starving. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that DNA to hit us with that one, boy. Yo, man, that was, woof. Yeah, we'll have to get some more of that for real. Like, I, I can see, shout to IBMCs. He's not having it. Um, shout to <laughs> Cat Fletcher. Ape Rentpool. Ken F. I don't think he's having it. He's saying Egg Earth. Lol. Shout to Gleam. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout to the Globusters. Jesus, man. Shout to Carl Taylor, psychedelic scientist. Flat Plain, Oregon. Conscious Minds TV. Yes. Shout to DVG, man. Always love, man. Shout to Bruce Rillis. Easy, you're more. Lawrence. Limburger, salute. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Lock. Yo, either way, man, I hope you lot enjoyed it because like, that was, you know, it's just interesting seeing how much he can pull up. And you really are looking at it going, like, yo, I can't even really argue with that. Like, and, it, it, you know, I can see people, oh, this is nonsense, man. But it's like, bruv, just look at it. Just, you know, like, set yourself free. Just don't, don't have no emotion over it. Like, Yo, shout out to Weird Tone. Yeah, man. I appreciate the whole chat room getting involved, man, because uh, yeah. that was a deep dive right there, boy. Blue Fliggy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right so, then. Um, don't forget to hit the uh, like. Yeah, please hit the like button. Good. Subscribe if you haven't. You know what I mean? We get into it here. You know, if you're new, this is where we like to chat. The you know what I mean. Do you, like we you think our accents are cool? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Yes, we can speak Lock more in. posh if you want Lock us to sound more week. English. We can. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably have an English guest on next we week. Can... Three people speaking with weird accents. So... Drink tea. Yeah, you know what I mean, eating crumpets and that. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the cmosboss.co.uk. Hit them up for your cmos uh, and sea veg. All types, you know what I mean? You can get sea spaghetti, uh, sea spice, you know what I mean? They call it seasoning, you know, S-E-A. I thought that was pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your dulse, uh, bladder rack, your Irish moss, you know what I mean? A whole bunch of nutrients out of that and get 10% off any order if you hit them up with about 10. Yeah? Mm -hmm. About 10. And then go to canisersuk.com. Uh, for all your CBD needs, whether you need, uh, you know what I mean, whether you do the edibles, chocolate, whether you want some uh, CBD balm, uh, they got the sprays, whether you need indica or sativa, you know what I mean, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. The chocolate stirrers are banging. And um, hit them up at canisersuk.com and you can get 20% off any order if you type in S-Y-M-N-N-K-N-A. Yeah, we work out to say it one day, man. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, that was fun, boy. 
Yeah, and also the uh, the podcast is on Anchor FM, mm-hmm. Spotify. Yep. Ooh. iTunes. Jeez. Castbox. <laughs> it's on all four of those. Playing that. It's pro- it's probably on a few more places as well. Yeah, I don't know. Man. But the main ones, Spotify, iTunes, and all mm. that. So just type it in. Subscribe to it. If you even if you don't listen to it, just subscribe to it to get the numbers up for us. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, psychedelic scientists. No, they don't have gummies, but it's mainly uh, chocolate stuff because I think that helps you absorb it a bit yeah. better as well. Gummies, we, we might be able to find you a uh, gummy guy. We might be able to find a gummy guy. Oh, yeah, that's enough, a good point. We might yeah. be able to find a gummy guy. Yeah, man. We've got the hookups over here, man. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because this is some shit you might not never know nothing about. My name is Mice Diggy. That's Dan DNA. And guess what, bitches and bitchettes? We don't discriminate. But we're out. I was waiting for... I was waiting That's for... That's good. It. I swear.